1: Silver Shamrock, my ass. This is Andre Iskana, and you are
2: listen to Bay of Blackwater. You're gonna need a big photo. We have such sights to show you. You don't know
0: what that is. <laughs> Oh, of afraid. Afraid. Be afraid. Be very afraid.
3: Up, everyone! I'm your host, Donnie Rings, and welcome to the Graveyard Shit Podcast. A whole the show covering shit. the year that just the year that just didn't want to be covered. Yeah. So, in order to my muck fault, through the my fault. <laughs> in order to <laughs> muck through the dwellings, the best of 2020, I need my host with me as always. So let's bring in the Canadian extremes themselves. Will. And Lynch. What up my beautiful gangsters. What up. What up Ah <laughs> uh, so once again, our fourth time trying. Let's yeah. get into the best of twenty twenty.
1: Oh wait wait a minute. <laughs> no. Oh uh, dude, I just called in I just got called in. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I just get
0: <kidding>. it. Yeah. <laughs>
3: Yeah, uh, this is the uh, fourth time trying, folks, so um, hopefully we'll yeah. be able to get through everything with no calls and no emergency leaving, so.
1: Yeah, yeah dude, thanks thanks to COVID, though. I mean, shout out to COVID.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. Big, that, that's the biggest horror movie of the entire year.
1: For me, it is, dude, because I was like, when I started this podcast, I was like, I want to have a podcast that's steady and stable, you know, we record once a week, not going to happen in 2020, that's for sure.
0: (laughs)
3: Yeah, February 2020. Well, folks, I think we've got a great thing going here. Let's uh, get this podcast underway. Well, fuck.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, goddamn.
3: Uh, So, uh, before we get going... Mm-hmm. Anybody have uh, anything they want to mention just as a general overall? Or shout out for any- Angela.
2: <laughs> <laughs> wear your mask.
3: Oh
1: yeah, wear your fucking masks. A special shout out for a very special girl. Angela, <laughs> you rock. Keep it going. I know you're not on the page anymore, but I hope you post about the graveyard shit on your shit.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh-
3: all right, so uh, with that, that means tonight we are going to be counting down our ten favorite horror films of the previous year. And I think I'll take the honors with my number ten. I'm going to go with To Your Last Death.
2: Okay. I haven't seen it.
3: So this is a pretty uh, pretty unique film. Um, it's an animated film. Oh, oh nice. Yeah, Uh um, so the general premise of the story is this woman survives um, this strange ordeal, where she had initially been called in to vi- um, visit her father with um, the rest of her brothers and sisters at his um, compound, his tower, or like uh, he runs like this office building. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. He runs this office building, and her and her brothers and sisters are called in, and essentially he makes them fight each other to be the last one left to inherit his surroundings. And it okay. basically just devolves into... It turns into like a sort of half-slatcher, half-torture porn kind of a film. But the ingenious thing is that it's told through the these figures that are called Furies. They're interdimensional beings that affect the outcome of what's going on. So okay. it'll be... Where, in one scenario, they'll kill somebody, but then they will change it, change it to where they get out of it and survive.
0: Who's so, playing
1: with his dick oh, while you're talking? It's like... <sniffs> the background.
3: I don't know. I, don't I can know. barely hear anything. I'm hearing like... <sniffs> I don't, I don't, know, I don't know. I can't hear anything.
1: Oh, yeah. Okay, go ahead. Sorry.
3: Okay, yeah. So, My basically, bad. so yeah, basically, <laughs> they're... Stay
1: effect, professional. But
3: yeah, um, basically they're affecting what's going on. So they can pause the action at any time and then change what's going on just to make it much more of a a game, sort of. Because they're actually watching it and betting on the outcome as to what's happening.
2: (laughs) (laughs) That's kind of awesome.
3: Yeah. Um, But yeah, no, it's an animated film. It is gory as fuck. I mean... There, there's a lot of brutality in this. It's over the top. It's frenetic, and the voice cast in this thing alone—they have William Shatner, <laughs> Bill Mosley, um, the father from Twin Peaks. I, I, I I'm, sold. I'm sold.
1: I'm <laughs> sold. I mean, yeah, yeah.
3: um, I mean, yeah. It's, the, it's the father from Twin Peaks, and. And, uh, one of the, um, Deadpool's girlfriend, I can't remember her name. Oh, yeah, I
2: know what you mean. Don't know the yeah. name, though.
3: Yeah, it's like some, it, it's like a Latin name. Um, uh, I can't remember offhand, but, yeah, that's the voice cast. That's kind of awesome. I'm fucking, yeah, so- um, yeah, oh. it's so much fun, yeah. It, it's called To Your Last Death, and, yeah, my number 10 of the year, it is a ton of fun. Very i really cool. enjoy it all right uh can
1: you, can, oh wait, can you give us a ranking though uh uh nine
3: and a half nine and a half An absolute buy
1: is it available what? anywhere can you buy a physical yeah, copy of it Do you know?
3: it should be on VOD. It should, yeah it's on vod i got a screener for it so it should be available on vod uh yeah I, but
1: uh, the physical physical copies
3: Oh, yeah, no, there's a Blu-ray. Um, They gave me the option. Uh, I was supposed to have gotten a Blu-ray, but they didn't get to me in time, so all the copies were gone, so they gave me the screener.
0: Ah. Okay, cool.
3: But th- that was the reason why they gave it to me, was that there was the option of either a Blu-ray or a physical or Blu-ray or, uh, like, VOD release, and he didn't get to me in time, so all the Blu-rays were taken. So, yeah, it's available on Blu-ray.
1: Sweet, sweet. Yeah. Uh, but- can you do you know where it is available? Is it on Amazon? Or because I, I really want it, so uh,
3: it should be. Like I said, it's on most VOD services, so I can't imagine why. Amazon no,
1: fuck, would... fuck VOD, but physical. But
3: yeah, um, like I said, they were they sent it to me with the option of having a physical Blu-ray, so you should be able to like find it on Amazon. Okay, cool. that either way. Cool. Yeah. Yep. So, uh, who wants to go for uh, their number two? For
1: who wants number number two, go second. Number ten.
3: Who wants to go second? I should. That's what I was trying to say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, I
1: could. I could go. I could go.
3: Okay. All right. So, uh,
1: your uh, number. 10? My number ten is going to be underwater, directed by William Hute Bank. I don't know how you say it. Uh, I was expecting absolute fucking trash. Well, let's be honest, I yeah. was expecting absolute fucking trash. This, this movie, I was like, I saw the poster before I even saw the trailer, and I saw that uh, what's her name, uh, fucking, um...
2: Kristen Stewart.
1: Kristen Stewart. Uh, wasn't it? And I was like, oh shit, we're in for like, a fucking, this big pile of shit, you know. <laughs> but no, I had a fucking blast with this movie, um... I didn't see it in theater, because I was like, oh, will I pay, you know, to see this shit in theater? Nah, I'm going to wait, too. Because it, it was playing Quebec City and shit like that. I could have legit, like, gone out and seen this movie, but I, I didn't. Uh, shame on me, because I'm pretty sure I would have enjoyed to see this movie uh, in theater. Yeah. Um, so basically, seven miles below the ocean surface, something has a wake after an earthquake, this destroy, war destroys their underwater station six. researchers must navigate two miles along the dangerous unknown depths of the ocean. I'm not gonna read the rest of the synopsis. Uh, <laughs> I mean that's basically what you need to know. Um, it was fun, it was it was it was thrilling it was mm-hmm. well made the effects were good too um the soundtrack soundtrack i i'm ruling for a fucking vinyl of this movie that this movie soundtrack i really 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 fuck with this movie soundtrack um you know the the whole uh spoiler alert Lovecraftian thing mm-hmm. that was, like, injected in this movie. Uh, pfft, dude, I was, I was legit, like, blown away, but blown away, like, not blown away, like, oh, it's the movie of the year. I was just blown away of how good it turned out to be from, like, it completely uh, subverted my expectation in a good way, so that's, that's my number 10, dude, and that's probably an 8, a rewatchability, that's a solid 9, a buyer Rand rent is a buy.
2: Nice. Um I'd mention stuff about it, but it I have it further up on my list, so Oh I'll, really? I'll talk about it when I get to it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. So as for me, my number ten is the Wolf of Snow Hollow. It's I, in my honorable
1: mansions, dude. The, Same reason, here.
2: the reason it's at number ten for me is because, you know, it's it's got like the whole horror comedy thing going on and it sorta of doesn't know which it really wants to be. It,
1: yeah, it's not too much not over the top. It, yeah. It's just the right amount.
2: Yeah. But, you know, at, at the same time, you know, they they make one of the mistakes of horror comedy, and that's where when you start mixing the horror and the comedy. I always think when it comes to horror what, comedy, you need to have you the mean? comedy say, funny, I mean, and you need to have the horror horrific.
0: No, I, say,
1: I think they, they did a pretty good job.
2: They they did, but there were, there were some scenes in that were a little iffy. That's why it's number ten. It's still um
1: my main gripes with it was the acting
2: yeah the the acting was a bit hokey to say the least and you know all in all it was it was a fun film you know but how can I put it the somewhat twist at the end you know what I'm talking about
1: yeah oh you, you can't know? go spoiler... you, you can, uh, should we stay spoiler free or I don't know it's let's tough. try to
2: stay spoiler free as much as we can yeah okay. but that that twist at the end, sort of, had it not happened and had it, like, been what we were led to believe it was going to be, um, I think it would have been, I would have, like, had a higher rating for it. But that twist sort of changed where it would have been on my list. Let's just say that.
3: Have you
1: seen it, Don?
3: Yeah. It, for the long, For about 95% of the film, it was going to be in my top ten. What killed it for me is the ending, so I can't really I can't really talk about it much. Uh, The
1: ending saved it for me. I thought it was the ending.
3: The ending completely shit itself. Oh
1: no, I don't agree, dude. I loved it actually.
3: The ending completely destroyed everything about the film for me, and I would love to explain why, but I mean, I we're trying to stay spoiler free, so. Yeah, yeah. Kind of
1: cinematography. Cinematography is fucking a fucking one. Like sorry, I said, but...
3: for me, like I said, for ninety five percent of the film, this was making my list. Yeah, I was on board ninety five percent of the way.
2: Just that last little bit is sort of, yeah.
1: It's uh, it's uh, my. Uh, let me check my list. Uh, there it is. It's my fourth honorable mention. Well, so it was it was close enough to do. it
2: yeah. yeah, I the dug it. It's a it. fun bit of genre cinema. Like, uh there's a reason it's in my top ten. You know, it's worth it. It's it's pretty good. For a rating, it's like an eight, eight. And I'd say give it a rent first before you buy it, you know? If you yeah, know what you're getting into with it, you'll appreciate it more if you buy it, but you know.
1: I'd go with... I'd go with... um 8, rewatchability, uh, I'd go probably with a 7, though. It's not something I would find myself rewatching anytime soon. <laughs> buy or rent, I would buy it, for sure. So I agree. What's your uh, rating, since you had it in your honorable mentions, Don?
3: Uh, maybe 8.5. 8.5 and, and rent. All right, so All right. Don... Yeah, so uh, my number nine. This is going to be one of uh, the more out there picks. Mm. I'm going with Ghost Killers vs. Bloody Mary.
2: (laughs) I haven't seen it. (laughs) (laughs) That name is awesome.
3: So it's a Brazilian horror comedy. And it involves a group of uh, paranormal investigators who get wind that there's this ghost lurking at the school and eventually come to find out that the stories are real and they're in way over their heads this is on the short list for the goriest movie of the year this is an absolute bloodbath but it's funny as hell it is hysterical because the entire premise is that the team fakes everything every single one of their videos they fake everything (laughs) So they're used to going to a location, basically fucking around and making an actual making a show up at it. But the thing is, basically,
1: gone G N.
3: No, the thing is, they're not popular at all. Despite the (laughs) fact that they think (laughs) they they will kind like us. (laughs) Well, okay, we're probably a little bit better than them, but (laughs) they think they think they're awesome. But they get routinely between two to three hundred hits. They you know, they think that they're promoting producing like the best thing around and they get like two to three hundred hits. They're only doing this because one of their fans one of the views is a diehard fan that goes to the school who thinks that they're off. So when they get there, they are completely over their heads and out of their element. So everything that happens to them is basically through their own sheer dumb fuckery. But this is, I I would say, quite honestly, on the short list for the glorious movie of the year. It is a total fucking bloodbath. So, yeah, I mean, like I said, uh, basically the group is just, you know, they're out of their elements. They're basically used to faking everything. And a fan convinces the school to let them investigate because he thinks they're awesome, although he doesn't know. So when they find out that there actually is a ghost there and everything turns to hell, they're completely overmatched and out of their, you know, over their heads. Mm-hmm. So that's where a lot of the comedy comes from. And then the ghost is just an absolute, you know, just terror, and it just completely kills them in brutal, over-the-top ways. It is awesome. It is fun, yeah. So um,
1: gore, gore in a like supernatural ghost movie. Yeah, like it's
3: it's a it's sort of like if Ganjiam took place at like a school instead of an, a. Mental Asylum.
1: Yeah. Cool.
3: Yeah, um, it should be on VOD. Um, I know a lot of places have it to rent. I, I don't know if there's a physical release. But, yeah, it it is so much. It is fun. Um, like I said, one of the goriest movies of the year. Again, an absolute nine and a half, nine and a half, and maybe a buy. Because the thing is, as much as I love it, it does have moments where it kind of wears thin like the comedy wears a little thin and mm-hmm. if you're not you're not into that style you know i can see it not necessarily being for you which is why it's number nine instead of much higher on my list because mm-hmm. that is the case where you know as funny as it is a lot of the comedy could be you know it could wear thin sort of yeah so yeah i mean like i said. Uh, I think the gore is going to make it watchable but if you're not into the comedy it's a definite rent but overall if if, if it hits hits you like it hits me you're going to have an absolute blast with it
1: cool sweet
3: alright so uh, number 9 for uh, Will
1: my number 9 is going to be the fear footage to Curse of the Take nice how can I put it? Um, I watched this movie. um not long after it came out. I think. When did we order it? Like
2: uh, we pre-ordered it. So
1: no, we didn't because the the didn't red it? case.
2: Oh yeah, so we we just missed out on those.
1: Yeah, like maybe a week after the official release of some shit. Yeah. Um, I watched it, and I'm a huge, huge fan of the first one. Um, in the horror, I love in the horror, the more, the better, you know, if they suck. <laughs> give me, give me more. <laughs> um, huge fan of the first one. The second one, um, like I, like I said, um, we ordered it like, maybe like a week after uh, its official release. And so uh, some shit like that, I got it maybe two weeks after I watched it and I was like, okay, it's good. It's good. It is, it, uh, all right, yeah, it's like not as good as the the first one was by any any means, but you know, I was I was just you know I, I had I had fun with it, and then I rewatched it maybe like two months later. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, approximately two months, uh, two months later, and I was like the balls still because it's so different from the first one. I mean, the premise is that the people that were on the first um, Fear footage uh, are, you know, actual people. Like, you know, you are a real person, Don, I'm a real person, but for some reason we're on that tape. Uh, you know... So oh, kind the of like movie, a Grave so. encounter.
3: It's Like how Grave Encounters 2 handled the first Grave Encounters?
1: Yeah, but not exactly. I mean, it's more... Um, how can I put it? It's more, um, it's not because, you know, with, with Grave Encounters, it's like, it's, it's a big deal. You know, it's like, uh, that, that fucking TV show that everyone watches and like, you know, Oh, welcome to Grave Encounters. Like, it's not really the same thing. It's just, you know, the fear footage was the fear footage that house that was, you know, demolished and shit like that. And, you know, the disappearance of, of, uh, what is it? Cole? Um,
2: yeah. Uh, detective Leo Cole.
1: Yeah, Detective Leo Cole like that. It's more low key, but yeah, it's kind of the same thing. But I, I think it was like played, it played out like super well, and I didn't really get that, you know, feeling on my initial, um, initial watch. Like the first watch, I was like, okay, it's all right, sorry, it's, right. it's like a decent follow up, nothing more to it. But I rewatched it, and I rewatched it. Um, I rewatched it like 2 months after like I said and I rewashed maybe like, like a month ago for for um this um this show I was like let's let's give it another shot. I think it's super fucking clever. I think it's like um how can I put it? It's the fact that uh you think you know what the fear footage is and it's like no, it's a completely different Thing. Like the, the fear footage, that cast, that that VHS tape is like an entity on itself because it can include you in it and shit like that. I think it's super like mysterious and fucking creepy. Uh, mm-hmm. I th- I think the acting is way better than in the first one. Um, uh, it's it's just it's just again um, like don't expect fucking uh, the conjuring out of it. I mean, mm-hmm. it's indie. It's indie and I'm, I I can I can say like oh no oh no they they were they were fucking wrong they were wrong I would have done it with you know big ass fucking CG and creepy fucking faces coming out of the wall and like jacking me off and just like that you know <laughs> I mean, I mean, some people are like that with indie movies. But uh, no, if Fear footage, too, I was uh, pleasantly surprised, and it, it grew on me. It grew on me um, for sure. Um, I'm looking for. Um, I think the next one is going to be called 4 a.m. or some shit like 3 a.m. 3 a.m. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um.
1: Yeah. Keep it going. Keep it going. If uh, your footage is, um, yeah. Uh, Curse. Curse of the tape. My number two for sure. Nice. Nice. For me, um, I would say it's. Probably a seven rewatchability. If you watch the first one and the second one like back to back, I would say it's a solid nine. it a buy or rent. It's a buy. I mean, you got that fucking like plastic bag like warning: do not watch oh, yeah. this. Curse the state. like feel you may <laughs> you feel uh ill or shit like that. Yeah, it's cool. It's yeah. cool. Keep keep up the the good works. Uh it's it's good shit.
2: Hell yeah. For for me, for that, that's like a 8, a 9, and a buy, for sure.
3: I love it. What about you, Dylan? You seen it? I haven't seen either one. Oh, okay.
1: Sounds <laughs> like, like, he saw Derek, like, a fake rain. I won't watch it.
3: <laughs> no, I just, I haven't been able to get, get a hold of a, hold yeah, a copy. Yeah,
1: I know, I know, I know. Yeah. I know, but it's, it's fucking crazy how the main gripes that people have is the fucking rain.
2: Well, I mean, let's be a hundred percent honest. The, the rain is kind of jarringly bad. It would have been better, yeah, just, but just without know, it, 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 just leave it out. All the a fucking movie,
1: especially for fucking oh, no. Don. He was he, he watched a lot of fucking shit. So.
3: Yeah, nah. I, I'm into it. I just I haven't been able to find copies of him.
2: Yeah. okay so my number nine is one that I actually thought was older and it wasn't until you know coming up with this list that I really realized it was a 2020 release and that's Blood and Flesh the real life and ghastly death of Al Adamson documentary (laughs) honestly let's put it this way I've never seen any of Al Adamson's movies okay but by the end of this movie, I really wanted to see them, and I felt really bad for the guy. Yeah. You know, I mean, I knew nothing about him, but the the amount of, like...
1: Absolutely nothing, not even by name. Or... I
2: knew the name Al Adams, and I knew he did movies, and that was kind of it, you know? But, like, <laughs> when you hear his story and everything, it's like... It's just, it's, it's kind of heartbreaking, really, you know? Um, he directed tons of movies, and he obviously had a passion for making movies and everything. Essentially, he was like a cheaper version of Roger Corman. <laughs>
0: no, he yeah. was really good.
2: That, that, that kind of says something right there, you know? And, you know, people, it it seemed to me everyone they interviewed or whatever, everyone seemed to like him, Even the people that didn't let's put it this way, even his like quote unquote like enemies or whatever still kind of liked him. It was a really interesting documentary, and it's
1: not really enemies but
2: rivals, I guess. Yeah, you know, like you know, people that like didn't like him, like people he might have like screwed out of money and stuff, they still liked him, you know, which kind of says something. And, and all in all, it was all just a, a superior bit of documentary filmmaking, really. And, uh, like like I said, it, it made me want to, like, seek out some of his movies. So I think that kind of speaks for itself.
3: Yeah, I've seen maybe one or two. I know I've seen Dracula vs. Frankenstein, but...
1: Mm-hmm. I've seen this one, too.
3: Yeah. Uh, it's been on my list to watch. It's just always one of those. It's like, I'd rather watch a movie than a documentary.
2: Yeah. So... I, I will suggest watch this. It's it, it's it's something. But else.
1: you know, it's stuff of twenty twenty. I mean, documentaries, fucking movies. I mean,
3: yeah, mm-hmm. I'm not gonna argue against it. Yeah, it's your yeah. it's your list. So I'm and, and you know, the that's fact
2: good. it's there, it's mm-hmm. at number nine. You know, it, that's kind of saying something. Yeah, for absolutely. For me, you know, it, it's definitely worth watching, and. It gives you just kind of a... Tubi? Yeah, yeah, it's on Tubi. Um, it just gives you a feel for someone that, I, I don't know, like, deserved better than what they got. If that makes sense.
1: Yeah, recognition maybe?
3: I, I, w- I don't know enough about him. I mean, like I said, I've only seen maybe one or two of his films, but yeah. it's been on my list because I know all of the praise about it. I know a lot of what Glenn's saying because a lot of that's been echoed in what I've heard about it. Yeah, It's just always one of those that's like, well, do I want to watch a movie or do I want to watch a documentary? And like the movie always wins out.
2: Yeah, I, I, would, I mean,
3: it's one of those... I I, I do want to get to it. It's just...
2: I definitely recommend it. It's yeah. a really solid documentary, and it's just... An interesting, everything about the whole story is just interesting.
1: No, dude, no problem whatsoever with having documentary on it. I mean, mean, if, uh, you know, Night Stalker was uh, 2020, it would be on my top. So, Mm, it's a documentary, so.
2: (laughs) Yeah, so for a rating, it's like, I'm going to go 9, 7, and I'll say buy, because I think Severin released a Blu-ray of it. Isn't it like a
3: double feature or some shit? No, I think it's part of the box set because they did this yeah. huge, this huge like thing where they released everything he ever did.
2: Yeah. yeah, I know it's in the box set, but I think they have a, a standalone release as well. Oh really? I yeah. think so. I think I've I think I've seen it. Hmm. All in all, though, good flick. Definitely worth it. <laughs> <Sweet>. <laughs> uh,
3: okay, so I guess that. Uh, moves to my number eight. Yep. We're heading to Indonesia, and we're going to look at "May the Devil Take You" chapter two. Ooh, cool. I I, saw, I
1: I think I saw the first one.
3: I absolutely love the first one. Is it, is,
1: put, it is it is it called "Made a Chat"? Made the the devil? Um, yeah, is, they're
3: is they're it, both called "May the Devil Take You."
1: Yeah, I think I saw the first one.
3: Yeah, the, this is weird first one is on netflix the second one is on shutter Huh.
1: yeah well it's uh it, it's um it it's was from, uh, in, yeah yeah dude I, i'm pretty sure i saw the first one i'm pretty yeah, sure. the first
3: one the first one is indonesia's evil dead oh yeah
1: i'm pretty yeah, yeah i'm pretty sure i saw, I saw it what's the poster or or the, the 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 plot synopsis like brief plot synopsis.
3: Okay, so the plot synopsis is that um the.
1: Uh, the first one, I mean.
3: Two survive. Okay, so a woman heads out to the remote village to look after her father, to look out into her father's disappearance, and comes to find out that he was involved in black magic and had summoned this demon. Yeah, with a cult and, and shit like that. Yeah. Um,
1: yeah, okay. so I've seen it. I've seen it.
3: Right. Yeah. So yeah, uh, basically in this one, uh, in part two, um, there's several survivors from part one. They are found and kidnapped by a group of people that are under the same occur- same situation that she was. That they suspect someone that they knew had contacted a demon just like her Any father. And, um, it's the girl and the young daughter or sister, I think. I'm trying to remember this oh, the first movie. Like, a... it, it's the it's the same girl. It's the same girl. So it's the one that okay, went so the through...
1: same family.
3: No, it's just her and the sister. Because remember, oh, it's... it's okay. So remember, it's like the 20 year old girl, and then they have like the 10 year old sister. Yep. They're this. They return because they're the only survivors. I mean. Spoiler final. Yeah, but is
1: it is it... Yeah, yeah no, I, I know, dude, but is it the same oh, family well, as the, the...
3: I know, it's the same... It, if you'd let me finish, I'm trying to get the thing out. The, the two are kidnapped by a group of people that are under the same thing that she was. They are under attack by a person that had contacted the same demonic entity, and they want her help to get rid of it. Because she knows how to deal with it. She got through it and survived it. So they want her to deal with it because they're under the same thing that they are. Cool. So I yeah. I gotta um, see it. Yeah, it. it I wasn't
1: it, even aware there was a, there there was a part two.
2: So.
3: Well, here's another mind thing that they're filming part three. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah. Um, see, I think you know that... that's
2: where she becomes the president of Indonesia and still has to deal with it.
3: <laughs> yep. Um I don't know much about it but I know that um the director's announced part 3. Awesome. Yeah, um I think he's got one other film he wants to do in between just to like give him a breather. So um uh, to give you an idea uh, this is uh director Timo Jajanto. He's the same guy that did uh The Night Comes for Us. Okay. If you saw that on Netflix th- this is the same kind of style. It is Hyper-violent as fuck. Nice. I mean, if you saw the, the promo picture for it, features a woman getting her hand burned into the sign of a devil cross. Ooh. So, oh, I mean, it it is over-the-top violence, over-the-top brutality, and it never stops. Like, <laughs> they get kidnapped and they're brought to... They're brought out to this orphanage out of the middle of nowhere and by like the twenty minute mark things start happening and it doesn't stop
0: nice. like there's
3: extended and it, I mean it there's extended encounters it's not just like you know a jump scare and something jumps out at them this is like
1: the first one was kind of like five to,
3: yeah it is like five to ten minute encounters with these possessed demons and beings that wow, they have good to shit. yeah it <laughs> is it is so much fun yeah. It's just a notch below the original because it takes a little too long. The original was like an hour 40... Um, it was super
1: dark, too. The, the way yeah. it was shot, at, it was it was super dark.
3: Right, yeah. Um, this one is... Uh, this one is a little bit longer. It's a little... Just because it takes place a little... It doesn't take place at, like at night as much. So it's a little bit brighter, but yeah, if you enjoyed the first one, there is no reason not to watch the second one.
1: It's yeah, the exact same- I'm glad. I'm glad you're on that show because I had no fucking idea how there was yeah. a part two. So
3: yeah, there is. There's a part two, and they're gonna start part three pretty soon. So <laughs> nice. yeah, I'm Dude. yeah, I'm really looking uh, forward. For- glad
1: you've seen uh, part
2: one. I no, I keep passing it by whenever I'm on Netflix. I see it and I think that sounds kind of good, but then I pass it by. So okay, I think yeah. I'm gonna have to take a Yeah, it's
3: Indonesia's bite. Evil Dead.
2: Awesome. See, if they, if they advertised it like that, if that was the the like um the the plot synopsis they gave, mm-hmm. I I'd have watched it in a heartbeat. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so okay, here's the actual plot synopsis for part one. Mm-hmm. So this woman finds out that her father's in the hospital, and they go to find out what caused it her and her friends go back to her house to find out what happened and they realize that he had been contacting this cult and this demon, this demonic entity to gain wealth and you know prosperity and all that stuff but when the time came to repay the debt he reneged oh. so that's what put him into the hospital so now because they returned the demon is still there and it begins hunting them one by one very cool that's uh, yeah. It, 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 it's whatever pretty the good, whatever it's the plot, good. whatever the plot on Netflix is, that it they're wrong. That's <laughs> the actual plot of the movie. What would oh, I? Assume? No, dude, I, I, yeah,
1: I enjoyed it, it. It's a pretty solid movie for sure. It, it
3: made my top. It made my top ten when it came out too. I think it was number five or six. When part one. My only gripe it, it like.
1: Uh, like I said, is the, the cinematography. It's like super dark. And yeah, uh,
3: that's, that was one of the things that kept it done down for me, from part one, is yeah, I, I agree. A, a lot of it was just too much in like the darkened house and like out in the rain where you couldn't see anything. Yeah, that yeah, was my exactly. complaint. Yeah, that was my complaint with part one. Um, part two is a little brighter. It doesn't take place in the rain as much. Cool. Um, because they're inside a boarding, they're inside a boarding house for like ninety percent of the movie, so it's a little bit brighter. Um, but yeah, uh, my. Thing with this one is that it's just a little too long, but absolutely, yeah. If you're a fan of the first one, check out the sequel. It's oh, huge.
1: I will absolutely yeah. do.
3: Um, again, nine and a half, nine and a half, and again, a caveat if you're a fan of the first one, it's a definite, I'd say, stream because there's no physical release, it's on shutter. So, like I said, if it's a definite stream if you're a fan of the. Re- original. If you weren't sold on the original, maybe check out a trailer just to make sure, but like I said... I'm pretty
1: sure Glenn would dig it. I'm pretty sure.
3: Yeah, I I definitely (laughs) will. So, uh, my number eight, uh, May the Devil Take You, Chapter Two.
2: Nice.
1: Well, alright, so... My uh, number uh, seven, I guess, right? Number, eight. Eight. number eight, eight. Number eight. My number eight is gonna be M.O.M. Mom, Mothers of, of Monsters. Ah, nice.
0: 2020,
1: directed by Tushia, Tushia or Tushia Lemon. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically, um, you got Okay, let's say your mother is like super fucking anxious and super fucking stressed out about you because you're not doing well in school and you let's let's say let's say you're that mother. Okay, so you're 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 super fucking stressed out about your son. You're super like uh, like you're like okay, my son is not normal and shit like that. And on top of that, your son looks like a fucking school shooter. <laughs> That's <laughs> what it is. Um. So basically, like, uh, um, it's basically like a mother, uh, a mother's diary of, you know, her, um, watching over this, um, I guess teenage uh, boy who is kind of like suspicious, like, and you're like, oh, well, he's kind of fucking crazy, but you're like, oh, it. Like wait wait the mother is crazy too and I really 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 appreciated that especially toward the ending but I won't spoil it for you um, just 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 to to to, to make things clear uh, both of y'all seen it or I
0: yeah. have mm-hmm. yeah I, I have yeah
1: so um this movie starts up and um it's it, it's so well played out when you think about it because this movie starts out with you know this mother uh, you know recording everything that um, her son's uh, son is doing and shit like that and you're like okay this dude is a fucking psychopath this dude is fucking crazy you know she sets up that camera in the living room and you see um, him doing his like tantrum and shit like that and you're like okay fuck this kid his, he is fucking crazy and shit like that and you get to see that this kid is actually talking to his grandmother like his grandmother is like he's a cool kid and shit like that and by that point in the movie I'm trying to stay spoiler free as much as I can You're like, you're like okay so the grandmother is basically telling the kid that he's like the, the the mother is crazy like she, she the grandmother will, will tell the, the fucking uh mother i guess her um, her daughter to like like calm down he he's okay he's a cool kid and shit like that and shit takes a turn like so dramatically and you're like fuck so the both of them are fucking insane and it's like how can I put it? The fact that you... you uh, the movie started up with, with me believing that, you know, the kid was the problem and shit like that. Even if it was super fucking weird for the mother to, like, you know, keep a camera on when she was, like, doing simple things as, like, driving him to school... And you get you, you get this kid who's got like the the fucking like worst fucking reaction possible, like fuck you, mom, I'm going to to school. I'm like okay, so this kid is maybe like any uh, like any fucking regular kid, you know, just just doing his thing. He's trying to be rab- a rebel or some shit, like fuck you, mom, you're not cool and shit like that. And I gotta t- I gotta say that the the acting was super fucking cringy. With that that dude with the son, uh, I can't remember the uh, the name of the actor or the character, but it was super fucking cringy. But I think it worked out pretty well because it was so cringy that it became like so natural for him to turn out to be like the worst fucking piece of shit, fucking insane dude that you can get with a movie like that. So anyway. This movie, I really fucking enjoyed. You know, it's like, basically, like, will my kid turn out to be the, the next uh, Dylan Klebold or Harry Karras? Will he shoot up his school or shit like that? It's like, all about fucking paranoia and shit like that. And, you know, my my mom, personally, um, once asked me, like, uh, you know, uh, my name is William, not Will. But, you know, she was like, William, like, do you have any thoughts of, like, you know, doing something about school and, you know, how do you feel about school? How is it going? Uh, You know, and, dude, I hated school. I fucking hated school, dude. Mm -hmm. And, you know, she she took the time to actually, like, you know, it's just, you know, how you say... Um, let's say like metal is a phase well school is a phase my, that's what my mom said she was like you're a metal head it's a phase school is a phase and no it wasn't a phase mom but still school was a phase
0: mm-hmm.
1: and she took the time to really make me understand how it's part of life of uh, you know, school can s- sucks, but you gotta get through it. And keep in mind that everyone goes through it. Everyone, nobody wakes up like, oh, I can't wait to go to school and have my math class. You know? And that's I'm what sure my that's mom told me.
0: Word.
1: Yeah, but that's what my mom told me, and that's that's where this movie works so well, because this mom didn't do shit. She was like, I was going to school and he hates it. Like she, she basically like goes berserk and paranoid about it, and mm-hmm. it's like a descent into madness. As, as fucking crazy, uh, his son can seems to be she is as crazy or even even crazier than he is. And I really really appreciate that. It's fucking insane. I love this movie. The ending is. Perfect. You got my blessing. <laughs>
0: yeah.
3: It got better for me as it went along. Um, I'm I'm not a huge fan of it. I think it's okay, but... I mean, yeah, I'm with you. I think the acting is just what really put me off. I mean, that is just really hard to swallow.
1: Well, for, for the kid, yeah, dude. But the mother was... the. the I think everyone was... Everyone was... Great, except except the kid. <laughs> nice.
0: Right, you don't agree? Uh, you don't think so? Uh,
3: it's it's just one of those. I'm um, I'm still like really trying to like get on board with it because I'm just not a fan of it. So.
1: Well, you know that that angsty, you know, teenager. I know, but it's just like really that, hard for you know. me
3: because I was never like that. No matter what happened, I was. Never I was like never
1: that. like that too. But you know, some people are like that, and I've seen people like that. That so. No, for me, for me, it worked. It worked. Ranking. Mm.
3: For you or for me?
1: Uh, for me. If you, if y'all are uh, you yeah. ready? Yeah. Uh, for, for me, for uh, me it's an eight point five. Rewatchability it's about a seven point five. That buy rent. It's a random Cool. Mm, I
3: would probably uh, maybe a six six and a half. I mean I, I do like the final half. It's just one of those I. It's just really hard for me to like buy into the setup and all that so.
0: Mm.
2: Cool.
3: All right, uh, yeah, uh, Glenn, are number eight. Yeah,
2: my number eight is Sea Fever.
3: Oh, Ow. nice! Yeah, I yeah. really like this one too.
2: I
1: honorable mention. Movie. Cool number two, honorable nice. mention.
2: Yeah, I I really dug the whole premise. You know, I, I like the idea that well, for one, the our main star, if you will. Is essentially like antisocial.
3: Yeah, I buy that.
2: Yeah, you know, she doesn't want to be there. You know, she wants to stay with her computer or whatever. I, I dig that. I dig the fact that, you know, I. I let's put it this way it's aquatic horror. I really like aquatic horror. You know? You're not alone, my dude. Yeah. Horror in the water, horror on the water. Good stuff.
1: I'm pretty sure that that whole premise would take uh, place like in the sky or some shit. It would have made my my honorable mention with.
2: So.
3: Well, the premise yeah. is the thing. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. And I mean, I love the idea also that like this thing makes like people's eyes explode. I like that.
1: Yeah and it's it's um I don't know how much of it was CGI.
2: I don't know. I mean a good it a lot of it felt practical.
1: Practical. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And I mean the thing with it is also the thing. Yeah, it's the thing without being malevolent. Yeah from it's, and, and, it's like the thing with no like Purpose um,
1: to to concur or hurt. no? It's it's or just it's just uh, it's just natural. doing what it does. Yeah, yeah, like a like an animal, if you will.
2: Yeah, and that almost that almost makes it scarier,
1: especially yep.
2: with you know all the pandemic I agree. thing going on and everything. It kind of really, I yeah, agree. 100%. Fits in there, and I found the acting all around to be. Believable. I didn't find anyone to be ho- hokey or anything. The effects were pretty good all around. Um, sound effects, you know, cinematography, all of it was pretty decent.
1: The cinematography uh, was it was it was super great. You know, so and sound design too, dude. Did the, the noise? Yeah, the noise that, that this creature does. Well, creature? Like quote unquote yeah. creature.
2: I just love the part where they find like the other boat and they go yep. to it and the the fact that you know he's not the captain what what would you call that guy? Is he like uh,
1: an asshole?
2: Yeah, pretty much. You know, he's like <laughs> yeah, you know, they all killed themselves. Don't tell yeah. me. <clears throat> it's like had they come back and she'd said to like the captain right away, yeah, they're all dead over there. They all killed themselves. You know, maybe it'd have been like, hmm, yeah, let's try to, like, get away faster.
1: Yeah. And, and, you know, when, when they they go to, um like you said, like, the other ship, you know, and uh, the mm-hmm. other... It's got, like, like super fucking, like, ghost ship vibe. Oh, yeah. Like, and I well, you appreciate know, that.
2: You know what it felt like to me? It felt like that scene in The Fog...
1: Yep. Oh, where yeah, go, yeah, where They dude. go to that ship. 100%, yeah, yeah, dude. And even, even, like, the boat, too, like, the, the aesthetic of this movie reminded me of the boat.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah.
1: Especially the nighttime sequences.
2: Oh, yeah. And, I mean, I love the fact also that, like, it would have been easy to have been, like, something, you know, hooks onto the boat and, like, breaks its way in or something. It's like, no, th- this thing, like, attaches to the boat, and it the wood just kind of goes all mushy, <laughs> you know. I mean, it it's, it's they didn't it's, go they didn't they didn't take the easy route where they could have. A lot of the times, and I appreciate that.
1: Yeah, and this soundtrack is fucking cool too.
2: Yeah, for a rating, I give this like a nine, nine and buy. I don't even know if there is a physical release, but it would definitely be worth it.
3: I don't think there's one in the US, but I think there is one in the UK. Nice.
2: It's worth importing, let's say that.
1: Yeah. Uh for me it's probably. I could be wrong,
3: but I could be wrong, but, it, I, be wrong, but oh, I think sorry, Arrow sorry, has I'm just saying I think I I could be wrong, but I think there's one because it's from Ireland. Yeah. So I think there there's a local release there. Cool.
2: For me it's probably like a
1: seven six point five or seven. Mm-hmm. Uh rewatchability though. It's like a solid eight. Uh would I buy it? I wouldn't be in a rush to buy it. I wouldn't pre order or anything like that. Yeah. But I would come across this movie, let's say for twelve bucks or some shit like that. Yeah. Or, Blu-ray, or even twenty. I would buy it. I would buy it. Cool.
3: Yeah, I'm like eight eight and wills. With- if I stumble across it all by That's it. probably where I would be with it.
2: Yeah. Cool.
1: Alright. I wasn't uh, expecting this fucking movie to show up at all, dude. <laughs> yeah,
2: it's
3: it's a, it's a good film. and I Like I said, I wouldn't think of it like a top ten pick, but
1: yeah, was, good
3: on you. I'm
1: pretty sure it would be like uh, if Honorable Mansions were more than uh, five or ten. I'm pretty sure yeah. be, it would be in it. A-
3: um, I probably wouldn't put it anywhere like in a top 20, but...
1: <laughs> no, it, w- it, w- it would yeah. be in my top 20, though. It would uh, be.
3: Okay. Um. So, uh, for my number 7, I'm going to pick The Dark and the Wicked.
2: Nice. Cool. Go ahead. Yeah.
3: Alright, so, uh, again, this is going to sound a little familiar if you heard us talking about May the Devil Take You. So, uh... Uh, basically, uh, it's this woman that um, returns home to her ranch house in the middle of nowhere to check in on her dying father, and weird shit starts happening. Um, slow burn as hell, which is what keeps it down for me, because other than that, uh, this movie rules. I love this.
1: Um, should should we all... Uh, I have it on my list. Do I, yeah. Do you have it on your I list?
3: Think, I think it's probably best to... Talk about it when it first comes up, and yeah. then if yeah, it comes exactly. up later, just say it. Not give away where it is, but if it's listed later, talk. Just mention, okay, my number. You know, my number four was Dark and Wicked, which we talked about earlier. So let's move yep. on. We can do it that way.
1: Cool. Uh, I have it in my top ten. Um, so do I. <laughs> uh, but yeah, anyway, yeah uh, go, go ahead. Uh, Don, don't we'll, we'll No, talk I was just gonna after.
3: say. I'll, I was just gonna say. That's. Uh, I was just gonna say. off. Uh, Awesome that you guys had it.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: So if you want to go on more, I was just going to say you know awesome that you guys had it as well. So all three of us have it.
1: Yep. <laughs> For once, I oh, could be. I, mean, could I haven't be. said anything. Yeah, the dark and the wicked, dude. I was like, ah, okay, the dark and the wicked. Um, by the title alone, because I had it like uh, recommended on my stream feed, and mm. I was like. Uh, okay, okay. Had to list. I'm a watcher, this like that. But dude, this movie like was like everywhere in the mm-hmm. last two months of fucking 2020 on Facebook. Yeah, <laughs> everywhere you looked on any, any fucking horror group, The Dark and the Wicked was popping. Hmm. I think we can all agree on that. I think even oh, yeah, Frank got an it. episode right.
3: I was on it, yeah. You were on it. Yeah. Well, I was on everything for like the past ten, nine, ten months. I A shame I, I
0: can
1: listen to podcasts at work.
3: Well, no, I was on there uh, pretty much ever since lockdown. <laughs> I, I had nothing else to do, so might as well. <laughs>
1: Couldn't
3: go yeah. anywhere. True that. True Couldn't that. Couldn't go anywhere. So yeah, um, I. Uh, if, if you didn't know, I was on Fresh. I've sort of turned it into a running joke where I'm the un, unofficial third guest host of Fresh Cuts. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm still not technically considered a full member because I'm still guesting officially. But yeah, ever since the pandemic hit, um, I've been on there ever. I've been on there ever since.
0: <laughs>
1: so, um, <clears throat> yeah this this movie this movie is a perfect example of slow burn. Mm-hmm. Yeah perfect, prime A fucking example of slow burn. With a good payoff. Mm -hmm. That's what it is. Mm -hmm. Take notes. That's how you do slow burns.
2: Yeah.
3: Exactly, yeah. I mean, it's not... To me, when slow burn works, when the action interrupts the story, it has to be impactful and immediate to keep you invested until the next time. And that's what this one does. There's not a lot of action, which is fine, but when it does, it's impactful, and that's what keeps you invested until the next time, because it keeps on building, and it keeps on yeah, it getting is. more intense, and it keeps on... Yep, like,
1: perfect pacing, dude.
3: It keeps unraveling. Uh, yeah, it's I, so good. I can, see, I, can see, I can see where some would be put off. I mean, for me, that's kind of one of the reasons why, because there's a few... A regular horror where,
1: fan, yeah. Everyday horror fan would probably not like. It.
3: Yeah, you would have to be like a seventies, eighties kind of a fan.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I
3: can see you being. Yeah, I agree. If you're a fan of like the seventies, eighties style, this is going to be right up your alley. You're not going to feel bored. Fans of the MTV style, you, know, you need something going on every ten minutes. They're the, going to be the ones that are going to be bored with this.
1: Yeah, go go watch Shark Attack. <laughs>
2: Yeah, there you go.
3: <laughs> yeah. But yeah, no, for me, this is uh, Slow Burn done great. Um, I still don't, it doesn't top my all time favorite one in the style, which is The Innocence. Mm. Innocence to oh, me is. My, Innocence is the still the. Yeah, that to me is still we, the one. We
1: talked about it. That's my number one Slow Burn movie. Yeah, that's me. That's yeah, still the one do.
3: that does it right. Yeah, I, I still look at The Innocence as the one that does it right. But I wouldn't mind putting this in a top five Slow <laughs> Yeah, this one's up there. Uh, like I said, the payoffs are the payoffs are worth it. Maybe a couple of times where it gets a little itchy and it gets a little too long. I have no complaints at all. This is still this is still creepy and chilling. The scenes are the scenes are incredible when they work. Mm-hmm. Maybe not as much. I mean, there's like what four or five attacks on the family altogether, so I can understand maybe throwing in one or two more, but I don't have much else really wrong to say with this, so...
1: Well, the atmosphere of it all was an attack on me, so... That's... <laughs> like... But yeah, good shit. Uh, we're gonna talk more about it, I'm sure, because since we... But yeah. I got one thing to say, though. Glenn watched it. He was like, I'm watching the, uh, Dark and the Wicked. That was like... It's kind of a rated, I think it
3: is kind of a rated, yeah, I I, can, I see a lot of people when when fresh guts did their top ten, I think everybody but me had it as in their like top three. I had it at like number five or six, so mm.
1: it's in my top five though yeah. so.
3: Yeah, I, I can see it. I mean, I know a lot of people are saying it's, like, number... It's in, like, the top three. Which I don't agree with. But... <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, yeah, it's still worth watching. It's still a really good film. And it's still definitely one of the best of the year. But, mm. overall, I would say...
1: Haunting imagery, too. I gotta point this out. Like, by the get-go, you know, where the, the lady hangs herself, and you see the like the, the shot from inside where you just see the feeds, and yeah. like, uh, dude, ah, dude, it's so good.
3: Yeah. Yep. I would say nine and a half, nine, and rent.
1: Oh. I would say a nine. Oh, hold
2: on. Why don't you save yours for when?
3: Yeah, if no. you okay, guys are... Okay, okay. If it's on the list for sure, then save yeah, it. Yeah, okay, okay. Oh, okay cool. yeah.
1: So, uh, I'm next?
3: Yep. Yeah, Will, you're number seven?
1: Okay, my number seven is gonna be... Amityville Vibrator. <laughs> 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 that shit was fucking insane, You want nudity? You have it. You want a medieval? You have it. You want a dildo? You have it. You want gore? You have it. You want blood? You have it. It's... Dude, this movie I had a fucking blast with, dude. It's so... It's complete nonsense. I don't give a flying fuck about anything. And it does it so fucking well. I could actually jerk off to this movie because of all those It's kind of like porn, dude. I could actually jerk off to this movie. And I could actually (laughs) laugh at this movie because of all the bad shit insane fucking plot. And I could have a thirst for blood because of all the gore. That tells you enough. Mm -hmm. So shout out Nathan Nathan Romler, I guess that's how you say it. Shout out to you. This movie is fucking beautiful. Keep pumping that shit out. It's so bad shit insane. I love it. I love it. I love it. And yes, I'm trying to stay spoiler free. Most of it is boring anyway, so no.
0: <laughs>
1: I mean, no, no, no synopsis given. Uh, for the porn side of it, but synopsis given, uh, a dildo and a medieval combined. That's that's <laughs> all you need. For me, this movie is a solid. It's indie. So, 5 out of 10 overall. Rewatchability. It's a fucking 10. If I could give it a 12, it would be a 12. Is it a buy or rent? It's a fucking
0: buy.
2: <laughs> nice.
3: nice. Yeah, i <laughs> I've seen a lot about it, but I just haven't been able to find it. Good yeah.
2: shit. <laughs> okay, I guess I'm up. Uh my number seven is the Castle Freak remake. Hmm.
1: Yet to see it.
2: I actually liked it. I mean
1: At least not the garage.
2: <laughs> that's an honorable mention.
1: Um Oh uh, fuck.
2: Um, no what they did with the Castle Freak remake is essentially they've they've changed it enough that it feels like a different movie but the Freak itself looks pretty much the same until you realize that it's actually female and when you realize that stuff changes
1: I don't know. I haven't seen it. Uh, Donna, have you seen it?
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah,
2: yeah. Essentially, this is um, it's kind of like what they've done with this is like what they did with um when they did Dagun. You know, they've taken you know the Castle Freak story and they've taken um, uh, the Dunwich Horror, and essentially put them together to make this movie. So you have a lot more like cosmic type horror, you have um, Yog sothoth in it you have, you know, like a pantheon of like uh, old ones and everything it's it's just kinda awesome this girl, um, her mother dies and she's been, uh, I guess, like a strange her for years or whatever and she gets a, a castle and it has a freak who's actually her sister. And I'll leave it... Spoiler at alert. It's not really a spoiler.
3: No, yeah. That's pretty much, like, the general setup to get her there. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's not really a spoiler. No, I agree with, with Glenn. That's not... That's the general setup to get her there.
2: Yeah. I really enjoyed it. Uh, I liked the fact that... They, the storyline was different enough from the original to make it interesting and I and also which was kind of cool I guess is the fact that everyone was kind of a jerk you know I mean even the, the main character you know she starts off like she's like a partying druggie and everything and she goes blind but she's kind of a jerk to begin with. So it's kind of cool. Just to see no like super likable people. And then you get the freak who's just kind of awesome and creepy as hell.
1: Are the was, effects good
2: and it? Is. Yeah. Yeah, the effects mm-hmm. are yeah. really solid, honestly. Um... And eventually when you get the whole like Yog Sathaf type thing showing up and everything, that's just cool. And you get um I'll just say you get a scene of tentacles um coming out of somewhere where you wouldn't expect. And I'll leave it at that. Your mom's vagina? Someone's <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So as for rating, this was like um eight point five rewatchabilities like an eight. And I'd say it definitely It's only VOD though, right? It's VOD but I'm sure somewhere we'll eventually have a a physical release somewhere in the world.
1: Yeah, but for now it's only VOD, right? For now it's only Shudder. It's only VOD. Shutter.
0: It's only
2: yeah. Shutter. Oh well, I mean, Shudder—they they have a tendency to release some of their stuff yeah. on DVD and blues, yeah, they've so.
3: been getting a lot better at doing that actually. Yeah. yeah,
2: I'm I'm quite glad about that. I yeah, I dug it. It was good. If you're a fan of the original Castle Freak, you'll like the new one. I think. Sweet. Yeah.
3: I I'd probably go maybe eight and a half, eight and rents.
0: Mm.
1: Mm-hmm. That's still good though. Uh,
3: yeah, it's still yeah, it's really good. I
1: like it. your honorable mentions?
3: No. Not in mine.
2: Alright. Okay, uh there is a blue coming out of it. On March sixteenth. Really? Yeah. Who? So um uh RLJ Entertainment.
3: Yeah, they've okay. been the ones that have been handling all the Shutter's releases. Yeah, so I'm not surprised.
2: It's good shit. Yeah.
1: All right. So uh, next, a uh, fucking one.
3: Dawn, What's your big? All right, my number six. We are heading back to Indonesia for something that I'm sure everybody's going to have on their list later this year: the Queen of Black Magic.
1: I've been here I like don't have weeks. it on my list. It's well, in my honorable mentions, of... but it's not on my list.
3: Yeah, this is going to be one that everybody's going to have on their list because they're going to get to it this year since it just dropped two days ago on Shutter. The night we're recording this,
1: but it's a 2020 movie. Uh, 2020, we had it right. on Canada. Uh, in Canada, we had it on. Mm. Uh, what's the the fucking play? It's a free platform that you got on Xbox. I don't remember the name, but it was like there for like two days and I watched it. So.
0: Oh.
3: Yeah. Um everybody's gonna have this on their list because it's coming to shutter. Um uh, this is probably this is one of my favorite films favorite Asian horror films of the past decade. This is absolutely amazing. Cool. Is
1: it better than The Wailing?
3: Yeah, absolutely. I'm not a huge fan of The Whaling. Oh.
1: Oof. Oof. You're catching Any, eat, my dude.
3: <laughs> I mean, let's put it this way. If I was to do a top 20 Asian films only, it would be there. This is top five. I'm just going to put it that way. If I was doing Asian only... of Asian only of like the last decade. Wailing might make a top twenty. Queen of Black Magic is definitely making the top five. Sweet. Yeah. uh, This is a. This is um. It's a remake of a film from nineteen eighty five or eighty six. I can't remember. Never
1: seen the original. Gotta point that out. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Um. It's a remake. It's pretty much a. uh, The setup is still pretty similar. So. Uh, in the in this version, a group of uh, friends get together to uh, get together at an old boarding house where they used to grow up, and basically just have like a get together, reunion, just to you know catch up, shoot the shit. Reminds me of Night
1: of Demons. Honestly.
3: Pretty much, yeah, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, as the night goes on, they end up discovering that there's dark secrets hidden in the past, and this old this um woman that they used to know when they grew up uh, ended up becoming involved in black magic to sort of seek revenge against the owner of the boarding house where they grew up and is now set on turning her sights to them for her perceived lack of interventions for what happens and shit gets crazy from there Um, let's just say this there's bugs crawling out of people there's
1: (laughs) Lipstick. This would be the only thing missing for yeah. <laughs> to be to be Night of the Demons.
3: <laughs> yeah, this is one of the, this is the other gory, the other like gore trench film that I mentioned along with Ghost Killers. This is brutal as hell. Cool. Yeah. But
1: it feels like Night of the Demons like so much, though. It's not the, It's not really the same premise and the same
3: thing, but dude... I like this better because this one is actually much more non-stop. Night of the Demons is fun once it gets going and it doesn't stop once it does, but it takes too long to get going for I me. Mean, that's my thing with Night of the Demons.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: this movie starts off with it's in your face
2: right away.
3: Yeah, this one is this one is like pretty much nonstop from the get-go nice yeah um also not a spoiler mention, alert. Though,
2: for me
0: yeah
3: also another little uh, cool thing for me i actually managed to interview the director of this and got to know really yeah
1: I'll be oh, it dropped them knowledge bomb my dude
3: okay so uh a few little bits about the film um he had actually remembered seeing the original on Indonesian TV when he was six or seven years old, and it was actually one of the films that got him into it because the image of uh, the queen, the, like the you know the title character in the film, mm-hmm. it was one of the images that scared him so much as a kid that he started becoming more obsessed with the genres. But he was never able to remember what the film was because he was so young; he never remembered what the film was. <laughs> So when he when it years later when they offered him this movie, he only went in knowing that they were gonna offer him the re, the role of a remake. He didn't know what movie it was, so when they told him about it, he and they he was like, Well, that sounds familiar, but I don't know what it is. So when they showed it to him, it was like, Holy shit, this is the movie. This is the one that I saw when I was a kid. This is like the one I've for.
1: <laughs> really? Yeah.
3: He was so like gonna... Yeah, he was like, Oh my god, this is like, you know Cool. I'm gonna get to remake the, one of these movies that was like this big impactful thing on my childhood.
0: Cool.
1: Really? Uh, that, yeah. That, yeah. That, that's fucking amazing.
3: Yeah. Um. I, I'm still in the process of transcribing it because it was a video call, so I still mm. have. I'm still like in the process of it, but yeah, I got a bunch of stuff. I got a bunch of stuff about, about it. Uh, you guys will definitely know because I'll share it around when I get to. Posting it, but yeah, that's just one of uh, several stories I got to get out of them. So, cool. Yeah, all right. I, yeah, this is uh, for me 10-10 and buy. Um, buy as soon as it comes out. I would absolutely love this in my collection. This is an absolute ten for me.
1: Nice. nice. We're at we're at ten already.
3: Uh, mm-hmm. we're we've been technically at tens on my IMDb list all night. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I said this on fresh cut. Um, if I, If I go off of my IMDB rating, I have 12 films at 10 out of 10.
0: Mm.
3: So um, I, I, I round up from nine and a half, which is what the last, which is what um, the la- the bottom five are. Mm-hmm. When we go into on-roll mentions, 11 and 12 are going to be nine and a half, so they also got tens. They just got bumped off. No. Okay. Yeah, uh, fifteen to tw- fifteen, tw- fifteen, fourteen, and thirteen. I would probably rate between a nine and nine and a half. But eleven and twelve, as well as ten to one, I would say are nine and a half to ten. So I round, you know, I rounded up the nine and a half to ten. So for me, all of these are ten out of tens on my IMDb account. And this is the first of six that I would say I would rate 10 out of 10 for, for, for sure. Yeah, I absolutely love this.
1: Sweet. <laughs> yep. So nice. I'm next, I guess? Yeah,
3: yep. you're number six. My number six is uh,
1: behind you. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> My number <laughs> six is alone. Hmm. Oh. My number six is fucking alone. And I stand by it. I know you're not a big fan of it, right, Don?
3: Yeah. Um,
0: I haven't even
1: seen it. It's just that.
3: one of those. I, yeah, it's not a bad movie. It's well made. It's just. I inadvertently saw it just right in the middle of seeing, like, five or six films with a similar premise of woman alone in the woods being hunted by a man. Ah. So yeah, it but this of,
1: ain't no regular fucking everyday movie. Well,
3: the thing is, it, well, here's the thing. Well, it's my favorite of the bunch.
1: But oh, the thing
3: is, it's, yeah, it's my favorite of the it's my favorite of the bunch. But I saw five or six films with a similar premise within maybe three months of each. So it's one of those I don't think highly of it because this was actually the fourth of the the fourth of the five.
1: What if it was the first one you saw, though?
3: I'd probably like it a little more. Like I said, it's my favorite of the bunch, but like I said, I saw it four out of the five films with this similar premise, and it's one of those, it just, I was kind of like, found it pretty average.
1: Nah, dude, I don't think it's average. I think it's it's fucking magnificent. I think it's magnificent. The, the, The movie opens up, you know, A girl, like, packing like a U-Haul, if I remember right. It's like that. She's moving, and. Is it a U-Haul? She's packing. Or the bag is. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Some some shit like that. She travels like a long fucking way, and shit like that. You get those, ah, you know, personal, um. Personal, um. Get a, um. How can I put it? How do you say like a personal? Belongings. Um, yeah, belongings. No, no, not belongings, but you know, personal. You get, you get a briefing of uh, her personal like story, her life in general, just like that. Because she's like speaking to herself, <laughs> just like that. You know what I mean? Like, just how do you say that? How do you say that in English? Like she's, um, she's, she, she. um She's not speaking to herself, literally. Internal but, monologue? Nah, it's not really an internal monologue, but it's, it's like, you know, by what you see on her phone and shit like that, you get to... Fucking hell, how do you say it? You get, you, you get to know, like, what's up in her life in general, I guess, that that makes sense. Yeah.
3: Yeah, I I know what you mean. I'm trying to I'm trying to remember the film myself, trying to figure out what it is. Um, I I want to say Glenn is right that it is in inner monologue, but I don't think that's that's accurate.
1: No, it's, it's it's. I I
3: I know what you mean. I'm just I'm trying to remember it myself, and
1: yeah, don't ask me, dude. I'm yeah. French Canadian, so no idea how to <laughs> say it, but. Uh, you know, it's implied that you know she 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 is desperate. She 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 it, life sucks. You know, uh, kind of like me. You know, I'm pretty sure she she's working in hospital during COVID, and, and that's <laughs> that's, not, that's pretty much what it is. And uh, you know, she comes across um, this dude who looks super fucking creepy, but. One thing I gotta say, dude. This dude looks fucking creepy because he looks like an everyday guy. But that everyday guy is a typical fucking serial killer. So, that's like... You know, it's still cool, though. But the the problem, the, the main problem with this movie, though, is the fact that... Um, you know you, um, while you're watching it, you know you know this dude is up to something. that that's my main gripe. Um, what saved this movie for me is the acting. the the portrayal um, saved the shit out of this movie for me because um, you know it's so it's so cliche like he looks like a serial killer. You know he is up to something. The minute she pulls up, you know, the same fucking car is following around and shit like that. The way he speaks, the gestures and shit like that. You're like, ah, no way, this dude is legit. You know, he's up to something. But by the end, when she actually escapes, you know, the his basements and shit like that. And he hunts her down and screams in the woods. You're like, oh my God, is this dude fucking insane. And I love that. The, 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 um, I would say like the last 30 minutes of this movie is what made, uh, what made it possible um, <coughs> that it was like an entry for me. Because the last half of this movie is beautiful. But the rest is super cliche, super cliche. You know what was going on the way the way he he talks, he hacks like it's like that. Um, they were trying to make this uh, um, this villain, quote unquote villain, like crazy dude, seem um, like legit, like uh, an everyday guy. But you know. <laughs> dude round glasses you pull up every time like every time she like stops anywhere he's there like it's it's not even a mystery anymore it's like obvious that this dude is up to something but I was on the edge of my seat for the rest of this movie and that's what saved it
0: from me. Mm. nice hmm
1: if I'm making sense, I don't know how to explain it in French. That's the problem. Because in French, I could I could go ahead and say, uh, I could go on and on. But in English, I don't know how to say it, dude. Because it was like super... Like the, the only thing I could say is like, it was so obvious that I was like super thrown out of this movie right away. But the, the, the last... Fucking thirty minutes had me on the edge of my seat and um, I think everyone did a great job, dude. Like that's it. That's all I gotta say, dude. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> right. uh, so uh yeah. Rating I would say it's uh <sighs> I would say 8. Rewatchability is a 10. First, then, Rewatchability rewatchability is a 10. Did I buy a rent? I would buy it. Uh, you've seen this movie too, Don, so. Uh,
3: yeah, I'd probably <laughs> say... Uh, six and a half. Maybe a seven. Mm. Six and yeah, like a six and a half to a seven, a seven and rent. A pal. <laughs> <laughs>
0: mm.
1: <clears throat> just a tease. Just a tease.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, my number six is Shortcut. It's uh, pretty sure it's a British film. They received British or, British or Irish. And essentially, um you know the you know um Jeepers Creepers too? The whole scene in the bus? Yep. Yeah. It's well,
1: that. the basically the whole movie.
2: <laughs> yeah, it it's that, but without like the you know, the pedophile director. Hmm. So, you know, these these kids are on this bus and they are actual kids. You know, um they're uh there's a tree in the road, so the the bus can't go any further so the guy takes the other road it's like kind of like a almost i don't want to say a dirt path, but you know it's like a it it's it's sort of like the the road less traveled if you will while they're going along there um this guy ends up hijacking the bus, so this guy's like you know he's got a gun, he's a killer and everything um they're going along and they end up getting stuck inside a tunnel. And this tunnel actually has a creature in it, which is then after everyone.
1: Okay, what the hell? I'm sold.
2: Yeah, it's it's a re- actually a really fun movie, and it takes the basic premise. you mean a
1: tunnel like a road in... tunnel? Yeah. So but how 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 can he be stuck in the tunnel?
2: The the bus breaks down.
1: Yeah, but you can't can't run? (laughs) You can can get out of the bus?
2: Yeah, but they're in the tunnel. This creature's in the tunnel, so... Oh, okay. Yeah. So you're, you're stuck there, like, in this bus. This creature jumping around, and like... It's already eaten the bus driver. And remember, these are kids. These are like, you know, like, 10, 11 years old. So they can't just like drive the bus out the bus doesn't work for one the and you also have like a like serial killer guy there as well. I'll leave it for that for the the explain you know the synopsis I found this movie really interesting because like I said it's Jeepers creepers without the weird pedophile attachment <laughs> you know so oh, essentially it's a it's, oh it's you know
3: it's yeah, a if, hmm. I said always a plus
2: yeah definitely always a plus Um, the creature design itself is pretty cool I mean it's kind of like a cross between like a vampire and like something else I don't know it's like um, think of it like a chud but with a weakness to light Hmm. and that's what the creature is you know and uh, these kids have to survive against this creature What's the good
1: name of it? I'm gonna... Shortcut. Take notes.
2: Yeah, Shortcut.
1: I'm gonna take a short bus to watch fucking Shortcut.
2: Exactly, yeah. It's it's a pretty fun flick, honestly. The acting is... You know, considering the age of the cast, it it's, it's not annoying. I don't like child actors. I find them to be annoying. But these people seem like actual, like, kids. Like, th- there's no, like, uh... You know, like seven year old reading like Nietzsche or anything like that, you know? None of that pretentious like
1: overstup. You, see, you seen it, uh, Don?
3: No, I it was on my short list but I couldn't find it.
2: Yeah, um it, it's a damn good movie. For a rating, I would go probably eight and a half, eight and buy if you can find a copy.
3: Um, yeah, that was my issue with...
2: Yeah. Yeah. You can find it uh, to download on certain um, not-quite-legal sites.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, but it's a fun flick, and it's definitely worth watching. Um, if you like Jeepers Creepers too, watch it. You'll see a superior version of the movie.
3: Well, uh, I, like I said, it was def- it was one that was on my list, I just I couldn't find a copy of it, so yeah, yeah. I'm definitely gonna look at it.
2: Yeah, it's definitely worth it. Good shit.
3: <laughs> Alright, great. Uh since that brings us to the top five, uh let's take a little break at this point and let's start a new segment where we honor metal heroes. And what better hero hero to honor than the recently departed Alexei Laiho? so uh let's play one of uh, our favorite children of bodum songs as we raise one for him and uh we'll be back right after these right after these tunes
1: this is a silent night a bodum night <laughs> So that was Silent Night, Botum Night by Trump all right R.I.P. Alexey Leho. You will be missed. I mean, get our legend. I mean, he was one of the main uh reason I got into metal to begin with. Uh so yeah. May you rest in peace, sir.
3: They, yeah, they were one of the first bands I got into that made me look at metal outside of the US. They were like, yeah, they were They were one of the first ones I saw that were, you know, not American that I really got into. And, you know, expanding outward and seeing everything elsewhere around the world, they were a real, real big influence in that. Because everything else, I mean, okay, yeah, I was a huge fan of like Priest and Maiden and Sabbath and, you know, stuff like that. But I'm saying like, you know, recognizing their, you know, Sweden, Norway, Finland, Germany, Denmark all those places had vibrant metal scenes just as well Yeah, they were a huge mm-hmm. influence
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah dude i agree i mean it, for me it was Slipknot and general bottom and general bottom kind of made me dig uh further into metal and shit like that so props to him dude i mean uh, especially the the first four album something wild they a breeder fall of the reaper and a crew death roll. I mean, fucking legendary, dude, and one hell of a town that we lost, so... Yeah. R.I.P. to Alexi Leo. May you rest, sir.
3: For sure, R.I.P., bud. Alright, right, All so, right. Uh, Let's uh, dive back into our number fives, because my number five, I will do anything for Jackson... That's, that's my number five that was sort of a pun
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah my number five is anything for Jackson uh, so side note a lot of this comes from uh, like I said a very very unexpected uh, little trivia piece that you'll come to find out uh, the director of this is uh, Justin K. Dick and if you look up his <laughs> I IM- what
1: a dick
3: <laughs> okay, if you look up his IMDb,
1: too too easy, right?
3: Yeah, yeah I'm I'm just that. I'm just saying. If you look up his IMDb, the last he he got into directing about the last five years about five years, ninety nine point nine 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 percent of his filmography is Hallmark Channel Christmas movies. <laughs>
2: That's kind of awesome
3: What? I am shitting you not This guy has 99.9999% Christmas movies on his His resume It is Stereotypical Hallmark Channel Christmas movies (laughs) You're joking um, I'm pulling up His IMDB right now and I will prove it To you (laughs) okay here we go i'm on his page right now let's take a look at his filmography shall we (laughs) christmas with a prince christmas in paris baby in a manger love by accident the the pony sitters club a christmas village christmas catch a very country wedding hometown holiday Christmas with a view, Christmas with a prince. Oh, that's, that's, a, that's a good Jackson. one. That's a good one. Yeah, well, I'm just saying.
1: <laughs> no, 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 I'm kidding.
3: <laughs> well, I was going to say, you know, like Christmas with a prince, Christmas with a view, anything for Jackson. <laughs> I am literally reading his IMDb right now. Like, that is literally what it is.
2: That's hilarious. That actually really is. <laughs>
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, if it is, like, littered with this stuff.
1: It was all about Christianity, and he went to do anything for Jackson.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: So, yeah, uh, if you didn't know that, I mean, you know, yeah, you know that going in, know that now, but if you didn't know that going in... The way that he handles this is just an absolute treasure. Uh, the main, the film, basically, for, um, for those that don't know, revolves around this elder couple who kidnap this woman and keep her, keep her captive. Uh, I should mention she's pregnant, by the way. Mm-hmm. Okay. They keep her captive in their house in order to bring back their deceased grandson who perished in a car accident. And, and are, do
1: soundproof testing. Yeah,
3: too. they do all the, you know. They do all the you know <laughs> like, rituals. Uh... They counter- yeah, they nope. do all that. They you know, yeah. <laughs> they soundproof everything. They you know they fake a disappearance. You know they make sure that her social media makes it look like she's taken you know this short little sabbatical just way, to get I, away from I it I all for a few weeks. Out,
1: but it's one of my favorite scenes. The fact that like she uh, un-gags her so she can scream and the dude's like outside like no, no, no we don't we're good
3: yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah um, so like I said, you know they hold her captive and they're prepared to use black magic to get it to complete the ritual but once they do they soon realize that what they have brought with them may not be the spirit of their dead grandchild so yeah, this is so good. Um, I love this movie. It is <clears throat> creepy, it is chilling. The Lee couple is actually heartwarming. I I
0: mm-hmm.
3: love it's the even relationship funny, together. So. Yeah. They're funny. I mean, you know, the way that they use every they use you know, like, you know, oh honey, you know, you you know, why didn't you do this or why don't you do that? And then, like, you know, henpecking pecking each other like a married couple who've been <laughs> together like thirty, forty years would. Mm-hmm. If I can
1: point something yeah, out to, um, if you don't mind me, um, Don, the fact that you know she sees um, Jackson, and it's like, oh, she, she can see him. Yeah. Like that that's that's the one. That's good. Like, oh, dude, that's so fucking cool. Cause, it, like, um, I believe that. It, this child that Jackson was real for like a solid like 15 minutes 20 minutes Mm -hmm. but no, dude he's he's dead dude but she can see him yeah (laughs) and once that that fucking spirit that they conjure and shit like that starts showing up when the when the 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 old dude I don't don't remember his name but wakes up and he sees like his um, (laughs) his like fiance or wife or whatever the fuck like in front of the mirror and she like, like oh he's trying to sleep and so she t- turns out and like ah oh, dude she's no thieves and shit like that oh. god <laughs> <laughs> yeah the, there
3: i mean there's so much to like with this Creepy one um, imagery, all of dude. yeah the ghosts in this are absolutely terrifying it's one of the with the exception only of films morning. i've ever seen well, okay, but I'm just saying, is that there's...
1: Exception of what?
2: Exception of one ghost. I'm just going to say cop.
1: Which
3: one?
2: The cop that keeps coming in and shooting herself. Oh, uh, yeah.
3: Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, but just
2: that's, that's, that, that's, that's just awesome.
3: <laughs> but yeah, no, um, <laughs> this is...
1: That's funny. I don't think it's supposed to be creepy. I think it's supposed to be funny. I
3: think yeah. so. Yeah, I'm just saying. Like, this is a film that will legitimately make a person wearing a sheet over themselves creepy.
2: Yeah, yeah.
3: Like, you know, that's the, not easy to do. Yeah, the description. Alone, I don't understand. You know, I understand the trepidation, but I'm telling you, a person wearing a sheet over their head in this film is terrifying. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it gets crazy and wild. I I really enjoy this movie. This was so much fun. And, yeah, this is an easy 10 for me. Uh, again, another 10, you know, for rewatchability, and I'm definitely going to buy this.
2: It's on my list in a while, so I'll give my thoughts then. <laughs> All right.
1: Yeah, same.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Okay. All right, so well, my turn. Yeah, Will, yep. you're number five.
1: <laughs> my number five my number five is it gonna be The Invisible Man. Okay. Way to modernize a world of style concept. Mm-hmm. And make it even creepier. Just my opinion. But
0: no. it's not yeah.
1: there. Dude. I think it's a I think it's, how can I put it, where Hollow Man failed, this movie succeeded. If you get what I mean.
3: Oh, I don't think Hollow Man was ever really intended to be a horror film, though. I always thought that was more of like an action thriller kind of a film.
1: Oh, uh-huh. well, some people consider um, Invisible Man 2020 Invisible Man to be action-thriller, too, so...
3: Well, spoiler alert, I'm one if of them. If you look them, at I...
1: those, uh...
0: <laughs>
3: spoiler alert, I'm one of them. I don't consider it a horror film at all.
1: I consider it a horror film, dude. Absolutely dude. Mm.
0: Um...
1: This movie... Took a concept, a sci-fi concept that was so like over overlooked, and I think even overused to, to, um, in some way um, with you know movies like um, Hollow Man and shit like that. But to make it like um, and you know say what you want, you know say I, I'm a feminists or anything but to see a woman in distress you know oh no he was abusive and shit like that but no he wasn't just abusive he's a fucking psychopath this dude spoiler alert it's a fucking suit dude it's a fucking suit that's so cool that's so cool
3: uh, it's So that's my issue with it I cannot stand that idea uh, I, the idea is a cop-out. Uh, no, no, Really? The idea, is, the idea to me is a cop-out. I can't stand Why? Because it's not something... It's some schmuck wearing a suit. That's nothing special. I, I don't like that idea at all. To me, that idea completely takes everything... But, but you, takes you, you, still, you, you, st- you
1: still love the, the Charles Spreys remake, right? Yeah,
3: absolutely. Because it's still a doll.
1: It's still a doll... But it's an AI. It's not a it disaster matter. or anything. It's, small, it's the right?
3: same thing. It's
1: not a scientist with a potion. It's a fucking suit. So where's the problem?
3: The problem is that the man's not invisible. He's wearing something that turns him one temporarily. He's not permanently invisible. That's the difference. Uh, I, think
1: it's, I, I think it's well thought, dude. It's really, uh, dude I really, 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 really disagree with you.
3: Yeah, I really do. Too.
1: I respect your opinion, dude. But yeah. the fact that it's a sue that, even you know, the fact that she she every everyone thinks that she's fucking bad, shit, insane, that she is fucking crazy and shit like that, and she decides to you know, fuck it, like uh, fuck it, I'm 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 gonna go back and find what's what's up with that. I'm not fucking crazy. I'm not insane. I'm gonna. Go there and see what's up. And she realized that it's a suit and shit like that. And, uh, dude, I, I think it's good. I think it's good. I th-
3: oh, I, I have no disagreements with you. Uh, the first two-thirds of this, I'm on board. I love this movie. It's creepy. It's chilling. It's, like you said, it's a fantastic portrayal of a woman's sanity and psyche breaking down. I'm completely on board with that. My big thing is the reveal. I think the reveal the reveal of the suit takes it out of being a horror film. If we don't get that reveal, Why? I consider it a... Why? What, because the guy's,
1: what, 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 uh, the guy's not the invisible. What?
3: The guy's not invisible.
1: The guy wasn't invisible. Uh, Claude Rains was invisible was. without th- that experiment shit but going on. And the experiment the, is this... Uh, yeah, but the suit is here's the experiment, here's
3: the, so... here's the problem. He's still invisible. He, Claude Rains is still invisible. That's the thing. He, the guy in this one is not. He's just a jack-off wearing a suit. Yeah, nothing,
1: so what?
3: He's, not, he's nothing special. As long as he's, he's wearing, wearing a, guy, it, he could be... He could that's, be not fucking, that's not special. That, that to me is not special. I don't... That so is so a,
2: essentially, this movie shouldn't have been called The Invisible Man. It should have been called The Invisible Suit.
3: Yeah, that's the whole point. He's not. He's mm. not special. He's not invisible at all. He's a regular flesh and blood human being walking around that is wearing, some, wearing a piece of technology that gives him a visual advantage over his surroundings. That is not special. That is not. He's not an invisible man. It's an invisibility suit.
1: Yeah, but still, nobody knows about an invisibility That's, suit. It doesn't so.
3: matter. It's the end result. It doesn't matter that nobody knows. It's the end result. He's not invisible. He's wearing something that makes him look like he is. He has to be invisible the entire time for it to work. That's that's my I issue.
0: Have,
1: nah, I have no issue with her on my part.
3: <laughs> well, I also I, I think it's I, magnificent. I also don't like the fact that it's you know once again the jerk of a boyfriend who won't let the woman go. Like I, I don't like that either. Uh, that was an, that was an issue I had with it long before I discovered the invisibil- the invisibility suit thing. So I
1: well she 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 have, she was abused, I guess. I mean it's implied well, yeah, that she was I'm, abused and you know, I, thrown
0: around.
3: I, I, I know, but it's still a it's a cop out. This jerk of a boyfriend who won't let her go, like I'm sorry, that's that you gotta do more than that for me. That doesn't make that doesn't make it special for me anymore.
1: Yeah, but dude, as a woman... Uh, I'm, I'm not will, a woman. Will, but will, you know, women will, lives with Will. You
3: know, will. will. Yeah. I get it Okay, I get it I understand what's going on I understand the abuse of women and I understand all of that I, it's just not special that she
1: got PTSD and shit like that
3: I, because... get it. I get it it's just not special anymore there's too many films with just that kind of a premise it's not special anymore you've got to do more with it you've got to do more than just saying I think they did more with it a- I disagree. It's some jerk-off with a vendetta against her. There's nah, nothing. I, I disagree. It, dude. I disagree. I do not find that special at all anymore. I mean, sorry for you, but you gotta do more. You gotta do more than what this film does with it.
1: No, nah, no, nah, dude. I, I think it was played out
3: perfectly, dude.
1: But it, again...
3: It is, and, and their own. it is. It's well. I, I do enjoy the setup. It's just I don't find anything special about it. It. I love the way that they handle. I think
1: it's special because it's solid. like you're taking okay, like it's it's a well, universal monster, dude.
3: I know, but I don't take that into account. Though. I take a look at. To me, I I'm, do. I'm looking at it as it's a film called The Invisible Man, mm-hmm. and let's see where this where the film goes. I don't care the remake, I don't care it's a reimagining, it's just... I look at it as a blank film that just happened, it's called The Invisible Man from 2020. I, look, I... I look, like I said, the first two-thirds of the film, I'm on board. The only issue I have with it till then is once again the jerk of a boyfriend that won't let vendettas go. That's my only qualm with it. That's my only issue with the first two-thirds of it. I'm on board with you. I do... Enjoy the way that this builds up her her condition. I do like everything about it. I just don't find it special to be like top of the year anymore. Like that's my thing. I mean, it's well, a, I don't like, know.
1: Dude. It's the fact that you know. If
3: we're gonna if we were gonna rank best made, let's do it this way. If we were gonna rank best made, for me, this is top five of the year, regardless of all my things that I brought up. If we're making ranking best for me this is top five of the year I have no issues with that it's just what's going on inside the film that I have issues with that's my thing
1: no I don't have any any issues whatsoever dude I think it's clever and, you know, the, you need a strong female character to lead your movie nowadays, apparently. Well, that's the way to go, dude. It worked fine with me, so... So, yeah. Controversial so, uh, entry, for sure, but for me, <laughs> for me, it's a 9.5. Uh, uh, It's probably... Rewatchability is probably like a 9. Uh, buy a rent, a buy, and use a fucking clear case... For your brother,
2: right? <laughs> like I did. <laughs> That's kind of
1: cool. Uh, what about yeah. you, hey, Glenn? You seen it?
2: I haven't seen it. Um, I've heard good things. You know, uh, the whole suit thing. I I don't know how to feel about that. Um, but I'm gonna give it a shot.
1: Okay, you know what, y'all fucking sucks. I'm gonna head out of bed. Have a good one.
3: <laughs> I would probably go five, five and a half, maybe. Um, overall, a rewatchability, I'd actually go with like an eight and a half, maybe a nine. Ooh. Like I, like I said, if we were ranking best made of the year, it's up. It's in my top five. My issues with it are none of... Those aren't issues I have with the film. It's just storyline issues and other stuff that I don't really care for. So mm-hmm. if I was going overall, I would say maybe a five and a half or a six. If we're ranking doing rewatchability, I'm like eight and a half to a nine. And I would probably say rent it first, just to be sure which side of the fence you're on, whether you're on my side or Will's. Mm-hmm. So, I would probably say rent before buy, just... I mean, the other thing that I we never really mentioned is that there's no reason for this to be two hours plus.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, dude. Good I,
3: I can...
1: No, I dude, can, I was never bored. Uh, I mean, this uh, doesn't like, feel like I'm, a stretch or just, anything. I don't know, dude. for so, me, I...
3: I don't know. Maybe I'm just watching too many Wild Eye movies at like eighty, ninety minutes. Yeah,
1: that's, that's probably the
3: problem. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I don't know. Maybe I'm just getting kind of. I'm just getting kind of used to those kinds of films. But I really, really, really wish we can stop with these two-hour-plus films. I wouldn't. I would love this a lot more if this was one forty-five, one fifty. <sighs> it's not a bad it's not bad that it's two hours plus I just uh, it, uh, to me that pro- uh. that would hurt my <laughs> that would probably hurt my own personal rewatchability two hours plus but overall yeah I would say five and a half eight and a half and rent cool all right so uh, yeah you're number five
2: yeah, my number five, what we've already talked about, and that's uh, Underwater.
1: Nice. Ooh, really? I, I, I thing Underwater to be yeah, on Yeah,
2: your... I really liked Underwater. Um, Again, it's a thing, I'm a big fan of, quote-unquote, like, nautical horror, so... You know, I loved, like, the Lovecraftian-type stuff in it. It was awesome. I love the fact that the... Director himself actually like gone on record.
0: Bit.
2: Yeah, I love that the director himself has gone on record as like, yeah, it's Lovecraftian. Like, not only is it Lovecraftian, it's like Lovecraft.
0: <laughs>
2: you know, I love that. I thought the creature designs were really cool. I thought I I, I liked how. You know, you know the the suits they're in like the pressure suits to go underwater I thought they so alien like right yeah they looked like alien but they looked like something that you could actually see you know like like you could really see someone wearing a suit like that to work underwater and I appreciated that um i I found you know well Kristen Stewart is Kristen Stewart. She's not really the greatest actress. She has about she has like three facial expressions, like resting bitch face, like angry resting, resting bitch, bitch face, face and resting yeah. bitch face. Yeah, um, that's about it. But I thought she did a decent enough job. I thought it was kind of neat that she like cut off all her hair. You know, I never expected that. Well, wasn't
3: it already cut off for Charlie's Angels?
2: I think so. But you know, it was it was neat to see. You know, I mean the 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 normal thing to do in a movie like this would have been to have just, you know, had her, like, with, like, normal length hair or whatever and just had her... But, you know, it made her a bit different. And uh, I liked the side characters. You know, um...
1: It's but likable.
2: Yeah. You know, I mean, honestly, my favorite character in that movie was, uh, the, the dude with, like, the donuts or whatever. I can't remember his name He had like some donuts or something like hidden in his suit Yeah And then he he gave them to the other guy and he's like You know there give it to like your girl You know and uh, Like get your leg over sort of thing Um, (laughs) (laughs) You know I just just dug it honestly For a rating it's like 9-9 And bye
0: I
1: already gave my rankings Yeah
2: good shit
3: I don't know if I gave mine. I would eight and a half, eight and by. Yeah. Yeah, I, I really like it too. Um, I just wish there was a little bit more uh, like creature action in the first half, like get an idea, because it's more like survival yeah. thriller kind of a thing. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I it's not. It's not detrimental. I mean, it's. I, mean, I I. To me, I would just. would rather have like them fighting like the little creatures a little bit more often. Yeah. Yeah, it's good yeah. stuff. I really enjoy it. And I mean, like you said, the final half with the Lovecraftian creature is easily the best part of the movie oh, yeah. and that really saves it. So, yeah. <laughs> Those are uh Yeah, anything else or
2: Uh no, no, no. That's it.
3: All right. So, uh my number 4, I'm going to go out on a limb and say neither of you have heard of this much less seen it. I'm going with The Curse of Audrey Earnshaw. Uh, no, I've never seen it. <laughs> no, the, seen it. Honestly,
2: that name is familiar, but I don't oh. know where from.
3: Okay, first of all, I'm going to say this. Is it's it a fact- film footage? No, it's a Canadian film. Hmm. <laughs> so, uh, this is a folk horror film.
1: It's oh. based- <laughs> I love that response. Is it a film footage? No, it's a Canadian film. <laughs> what
3: the hell? Um, okay, so uh, this yeah, no, no, is like, like Canadians
1: don't do f- f- footage, you know?
3: No, um, <laughs> what the hell. Well, I was gonna say it's a full horror film. It's set in the 1600s. Okay. So basically, um, the, the plot of the film is about this woman who lives out on this, um, out on this reserve from like this small little settlement. Mm -hmm. It's it takes place in America, but it's 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 shot in France, but it takes place in America. It takes place on like the early colonies before the United States was formed. Mm -hmm. So they were uh, like, you know, the settlements out of the wilderness and stuff like that. So this woman lives out on the outskirts of this village. And every year, she's the only one that manages to have like, uh, you know, succulent crops. Everyone Mm -hmm. else like has to struggle to get like anything. She has like bounties. And refuses to share with anyone, and no one can prove that she made a deal with the devil to do it. But everyone suspects it, they just can't prove it. And so one day, she makes a a journey to the, the village to sell her wares. And her daughter, Audrey, ends up slipping away unnoticed and enters the community, and shit starts happening. So it's really creepy uh, Basically it's kind of like The Witch only with more action
0: Oh nice
3: Yeah it's one of those kinds of films It's a it. It's really hard for me to describe Because I know so few have seen it um, I was actually able to get a Blu-ray copy As a screener to review Oh nice so, yeah, um, and that's going to be, you know, like, answering Will's question, like, if you can find it. You know, yeah, there's an actual Blu-ray copy. Yeah, I got it for review. Mm. But, yeah, um, basically, the entire gist of the story is is that Audrey is uh, has never seen the world. She's been locked up with her mother ever since she was born. And nobody knows that she actually exists because nobody knew that the mother was pregnant.
2: Oh, okay.
3: So basically, what's going on is they think she's just this lost stranger that they have to tend to, but everyone she meets in the community soon meets violent ends. Oh. And yeah, so basically, it's like this epidemic of violent—you know—like these epidemic of violent deaths that plague the small community, and they have to figure, figure out what's going on. It's really good. Yeah, it, it was definitely a, it was a good time. Uh, like I said it's more folklore in like a witch kind of a film mm-hmm. so yeah if you're into that it's kind of a slow burn I mean it doesn't really like pick up until like the second half but it, I in I love this movie this one was so good uh, well-made atmospheric as hell I mean this thing just literally dreamt, is drenched in like rural community just low you know like you know, small town community like out in the middle of the wilderness. It, I would really, really recommend this one. This one really good. I I enjoyed it so much. Cool. Yeah, and I so? mean like I said, it's Canadian, so <laughs>
0: Oh yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah. Uh like I said, easy for me. Ten, maybe nine and a half, like I said, could be a bit slow burn for you, but definite buy for sure. Alright, uh, well,
1: All right. The Dark and the Wicked
3: Nice, nice. <laughs> So, uh, <laughs> I mean, Anything else you want to add?
1: No, really <laughs> It's good <laughs> I mean,
2: Okay, ratings?
1: Uh, dark and the Wicked I would go with a 9 An 8 And a buy it.
2: Cool Alright uh, yeah, my number four. We've talked about anything for Jackson.
3: <laughs> nice.
2: Yeah, I mean, uh, solid movie and uh, good acting, and, and and that and that uh, that cop ghost alone is worth it. Mm-hmm. Just randomly walks in. <laughs> you love it. So ratings for that for me is like nine, nine, and. Bye Sweet
3: Alright so We'll move on to number Three my number three Of the year is porno
2: Not in general Hmm Just in general (laughs) Yeah Yeah. (laughs) Yeah
3: yeah um i mean i don't know about you guys but i've sort of become really into the uh you know slutty stepmother stepdaughter stepdaughter uh, kind of a thing yes
2: there you go yeah
3: um <laughs> always fun stuff <laughs> no um yeah i'm talking about the uh, film cold porno okay uh this is so much fun uh Basically, what happens is it's a group of kids at a Christian movie theater in 1991 or 92. I can't remember the year, but they run a Christian movie theater and they close up for the night and they just they begin debating over whether or not to, you know, watch a movie. And they realize that they inadvertently locked one of they locked a patron inside. (laughs) <laughs> but when they go to remove him, he freaks out and runs away and he runs into this fake wall that reveals behind it had been a stairway into a secret movie theater all along. And inside this movie theater, they're housed a bunch of like just old school exploitation kind of films. And nice. one in particular called The Devil or Demon Little. Bit. They end up playing it, and they end up summoning the demon from the film into the real world and begins possessing them and killing them one by one.
2: Okay, I want to see this movie.
3: <laughs> it is an absolute blast. Uh, again, it's an absolute gore fest. Tons of nudity. I mean, the the main demon is naked the entire time. So,
1: <laughs>
3: so. <laughs> always a fun time. Is male or female, time. though? The demon is called Lilith.
2: Ah, you okay. Yeah. Nice.
3: <laughs> and if you know what, if you know that, if you know that reference, even better. Mm-hmm. Lilith is a, Lilith is a sex demon. Will, will.
1: Lilith is a sex deem- demon. Demon.
3: A sex demon. Yeah. Basically, she fucks guys until they're dead.
1: Okay, cool, cool! Uh, I'm gonna try and summon her yeah. tonight.
0: <laughs>
3: yeah. Um. I mean, like I said, the premise is so stupid, so ridiculous, it just absolutely works. It's creepy enough that it still works, but it's like a, the fun, over-the-top party kind of a film. So, yeah, if you like them, like kind of cheesy, kind of corny, but still a little creepy, then this is definitely one for you. I absolutely love this film. And I'm so glad it got released because this was one that I actually saw in 2019, because it was a it was a festival release for. It played at several different festivals in 2019, and it got a full release in 2020. Cool. And yeah, the, the, this is an absolute blast to watch. So um, yeah. my number three is Porno.
2: Nice,
1: sweet. <laughs>
3: uh, maybe on Shutter, I I think. So if you if it's on there, probably. You know, give it a go. Um, Like I said, all night long, uh, 10, 10 definite buy. I want this in my collection.
2: Cool. So.
1: Yeah. (laughs) So, uh. All right. So, yeah, I was at a tie, but I decided to go with, it was either his his house or anything for Jackson, and I went with anything for Jackson. So. (laughs) Yep, I mean ranking right away. I mean <laughs> it's nine point
2: yeah. five, ten bye. nice. <laughs> okay, I guess a I'm up. Uh, yeah, my number three is the Pale Door. It's a uh, horror western, and we don't get enough of those. They go to wet they go together Pale really well. Yeah,
1: yeah, I think I saw the posters.
2: Yeah, essentially, it's like these guys they 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 uh they're gonna rob a train. So they, they go there, they rob the train. One of them ends up getting shot during this robbery. But they have like a like a big box that they find there. So they assume oh it's money in it, so they open it up. No, it's a girl. And she's all like uh like got like a gag in her mouth, like all strapped up or whatever. And she they get her free and she essentially says to them, you know, like come with me, like back take me back to my house, you know, like my mother or whatever will give you a lot of money. Turns out, though, that it's a uh, like full like coven of witches, and uh, they have their reasons for taking people there. Really great design because it 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 makes witches like you know your, your your quote unquote like stereotypical witches like with the hook nose and everything. That's the design they go with. And it's cool. It's creepy. You get these all these burned witches at one point, and, uh, you know, they're all there with, like, smoldering skin and everything. Really fun movie. And, honestly, I've said before, Western and horror go together really well. But we don't get enough. And we need more. For a rating, it's like 10-10-bye. 10, 10,
3: yeah. Yep. I'd probably go 7-7 and Rents. I enjoy it. It's nowhere near my list. Mm. Um, I, I just found the first half really sloppy. The stage yeah. robbery thing. Yeah. I wasn't a huge fan of that stuff. And, I mean, it's essentially from Dust Till Dawn. I mean...
2: It kind of is, yeah.
3: Yeah, it's from Dust Till Dawn, and it's kind of sloppy in how it brings them together. I'm not a, I'm not a huge fan of how it plays out. I, I do agree. I love the witches. I love the way that they play with the victims, yeah. and the ghost town is creepy as hell. Oh yeah, I love the des- the setup and design of it. Yeah, that works for me. I'm just uh, the first half is just a little underwhelming. Mm. I can I I can understand the appeal, but I wasn't mm. that big a fan of it, but. Yeah. yeah, it's 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 a watchable film. I mean, like I said, it's still like I would say like maybe a seven mm. seven and a half at best. But what are you talking about yeah.
1: this movie? I'm gonna go take it best real quick. <laughs> 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 like go
2: on. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah I'm, uh, it's it's a watchable film. I can I can see it. I'm just I it wasn't for me, but.
2: Mm. Well, I mean, that's the great yeah. thing about you know. uh Best of lists, you know. Not not everyone has the same taste in things, but you know, that's mm-hmm. a good thing.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Alright. Um my number two, I think this was probably gonna be on a lot on most of our lists. My number two is VFW.
2: Oh nice.
3: I cannot recall a more over-the-top and fun film this entire year. This was an absolute blast. Um, So, for the few of you that haven't seen it, uh, essentially, the film is about this group of army veterans, which is where the term comes from. Uh, VFW uh, means veterans of foreign wars. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, they're Vietnam veterans. They were all in a platoon together in Vietnam, and... Basically, now they're up there at this local bar and they're about to close down for the night. And as they're about to do so, this woman runs in who's trying to escape from this drug gang, who's uh, basically overtaken the community and turned it into this desolate wasteland. Like, it's basically like so lawless, even the police don't want (laughs) to come.
2: So essentially like escape from New York.
3: Yeah, pretty much. Like, it's one of those, like, they're not going to come. There's no shot in hell of it happening. But, yeah, um, basically they take her in. She's trying to escape from this gang. And they come to find out that she's stolen a drug that they've been using to pedal on the streets. Mm -hmm. And essentially it just becomes a siege film. Like, from there on in, it's just basically the thugs trying to break in and the army veterans using their skills to hold them at bay. And it is, without a doubt, the most 80s-drenched film this entire night. Uh, Everything in, like, pastels and neons. The synth score is just absolutely straight out of the 80s. I would not at all be surprised to find out that several pieces of this were B-sides that John Carpenter wrote for Escape from L.A. Ah. Or Escape from... Like, this is the... it is exactly that, that kind of film. Like, Escape from New York is exactly the kind of film... I mean, Escape from New York meets Night of the Living Dead with, you know, them not being zombies. Cool. Yeah, it is... It is over the top. It is violent. It is... It is an absolute blast. Because the cast of this is, like I said, just as impressive. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've got... Uh, I can never remember his name, but it's the blind guy from Don't Breathe.
2: Yeah, I, I just call him the blind guy.
3: Yeah. <laughs> you've got him. You've got William Sadler. You've got Norm from Cheers.
0: <laughs> nice.
3: You've got Fred the Hammer Williamson.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: You've got uh, the instructor from Karate Kid.
0: Ah, uh, yeah, yeah.
3: That, yeah you've got him and you've also got uh crap what's his name um uh, there's one more I, I i can't remember there's like six there's like five or six of them and it is so much fun to see these guys you, know, you saw them in the 70s and 80s kicking ass and they're still doing it in 2020 it, yeah yeah, it is. Like I said, it is brutal as hell. It is over the top, eighties violence, mm. and yeah, it is. I like like I said, it is one of the funnest films of the year. So, uh, yeah, my number two is absolutely VFW. Nice. <laughs> All right. Uh, Andy's back. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I haven't. I was just about to give my ratings. Uh, my number 2 will, uh, if you missed it was VFW.
1: Okay. Yep.
3: Yeah, um, ratings for me is absolutely 10 ten by. Yeah, my ratings is 10 10 and by.
2: Sweet. I got to get around to watching that blue.
3: Uh, I would imagine that this thing looks absolutely gorgeous on cuz I didn't I that, yeah, I watched a um, yeah, I watched a uh, rental copy. Ah, yep. Yeah, so I, I can't imagine how good it looks on blue.
2: Nice. <laughs> Alright,
3: uh, Will, you're...
1: Number two. Number two,
3: if you want, if you don't want to chime in. Black a Box. Black Box, it? Mm.
2: No.
1: Never is it. Black Box. Let me give you a brief a synopsis. Come on, I had it ready.
2: <laughs> I,
1: I'm I'm working with a fucking like iPhone 5s or some shit. Ah, so. uh.
0: <laughs> black ad bugs. Come on.
3: Well, you don't know it <laughs> off memory, or no? I prefer to read though,
1: because you know I'm French Canadian, dude. So if <laughs> I'm trying to explain it. Uh, maybe he won't go so well. So.
3: I hear you. Just asking. <coughs> <laughs> After losing his
1: wife and his memory in a car accident, a single father undergo an experimental treatment that causes him to... <sighs> I don't go any further. This, this movie... This movie is a complete mindfuck. You start up with an idea and this idea evolves into another idea but that idea was wrong it's not actually that idea that you had it's a whole a complete completely different thing you you haven't seen this movie really
3: no never even heard of it
1: black box dude you, you, ah maybe if you if you've seen the poster i i'm sure you saw the poster somewhere i'm pretty sure but it, it plays out like any regular like thriller horror movies basically like it starts off with a you know everyday drama the dude doesn't know where um where he stands and all of that cuz I, I can't go spoil I can't really talk about it without you know bringing spoilers because it's so the whole movie is a spoiler basically okay but it's like paranoia on top of like psychosis and shit like that it's so in your face fucking batshit insane um and uh, one actor that was in this movie um I wrote it somewhere where is it uh, uh yeah. Uh Mamudu A T he plays uh Nolan. Dude, give give this dude more roles. It's like amazing perf- performance, like ugh, dude so so good. But the only thing I can say is like a completely batshit insane movie. If I tell you like what the plot is, it's basically a spoiler. It is. It really is because the basic the basic thing is like um, like I told you like a, a traumatic experience. Shit unfolds, but so so many things gets mixed up in that storyline. And it all makes sense at the end. It's like y- your jaw will drop. It's so Ooh. good. It's it, it, dude. It's magnificent. It's a ten, a ten, and a
3: fucking body.
2: Cool. Mm.
3: Very cool. Yeah, I've never heard of it. Yep.
2: Hmm.
0: Nice. It's
3: black a box. I'll write this down.
1: Good.
2: Okay, my number two is Rent Pal.
0: Mm.
1: Should be number one.
2: <laughs> I I just I found one I liked a little bit more for number one.
1: Well, spoiler, it's my number one. So.
2: Yeah, so <laughs> Rent Pal is just a dude who goes to a, a dating service, a videotape dating service from like back in the eighties, and gets a tape. Of some guy that just... Was that a
1: real thing, though?
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah, those were real things. And, no, uh, not really? Yeah. 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 And he gets this tape, and this guy's like, I'm like your new best friend. And that's essentially it. It you never You never know how much of it is just completely in his head. Or is like the tape actually talking to him? Because some of the things it says yeah, really mesh with his things. Um, yeah,
1: dude, and knowing knowing the actual character, like, he's so desperate and shit like that, you're like, hey, is it real?
2: Yeah. <clears throat> like I Like, I wonder if someone else had watched that tape, would they have got different answers? Or is it like I said or is it always the same thing he's just hearing it different ways
1: it is, is the tape rant a real thing to be honest
2: yeah Um. all in all a really solid performance a real exploration of a descent into madness and honestly a character that by by the end, you honestly kind of feel sorry for. But, but at it, the same time, you're just like, damn. No, I did, dude. Like, this dude so broken, it's not even funny. I I love it. For a rating, this, this movie is, is 10, like... 10, 10. By. 100%. It's a, dude,
1: it's a character study done so well. Dude, yeah. That whole movie really the is around this character.
2: Yeah.
1: And they, they really, you know, show you how mm-hmm. fucking sad and pathetic he is. Mm-hmm. It's, ah, dude, it's magnificent. I love this movie.
0: Yeah.
1: I love it so much. Yeah, Don?
3: Never saw it. Nobody sold it as a horror film to me.
2: oh Um... Yeah, yeah, you need to see this one. Mm-hmm. It's more like like psychological mm-hmm. horror, but it it's it's so good, dude,
1: amazing. And dude, I was pushing land like watch it, watch it, dude, watch it. You Gotta watch it before we do this show, dude. Watch it, watch mm-hmm. it. It took Excuse me. It took you like what, like three months?
2: <laughs> Pretty much. I mean, the, the thing is, you know. When you when you hear the the you know the the synopsis and everything, it doesn't sound super entertaining. But when you actually watch the movie, it really is. Let's put it this way: the synopsis doesn't do it justice. Oh no, absolutely not. I mean, honestly, a better. Kind of like um, 50, a descent into madness.
1: Yeah, dude. Yeah, absolutely. I agree.
2: Yeah. Good movie. Really good movie. You, uh, you gotta see it, Don, dude.
3: Well, the thing is, I'm not into kinda that like kind
1: of Box, a style. Kind of like Black Box. The, 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 the synopsis doesn't do it justice, dude. If you read the synopsis, it's basically well, the whole thing. But
3: well, here's the thing. I don't. I don't enjoy psychological films. I'm not into that kind of a thing. Mm. I don't like character studies.
1: Well, I yeah. skip it.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, skip it. If you're not into that kind of movies, skip
3: it.
0: Yeah.
1: But that's my number 1. So. Mm.
3: All yeah. right. Well, uh I guess uh, my number one is Blood Quantum.
2: Oh, nice.
3: Really? Yeah. Blood Quantum. I love this movie. Um, first it's of good all, shit. I own it on
1: DVD. Yeah, <laughs> it's good shit.
3: Yeah, I'm a zombie fanatic, so that works for me. I love the fact that there's actually a story behind it, but it's also gruesome as fuck, and it does what I want to do in a zombie film. It. it Basically, turns it into a special effects demonstration.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, it. I absolutely love this film. Uh, I have very, very few complaints about it. I love that it's. I mean, like I said, it's based on, a you know, it's based on historical events. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, there's. I guess it, you know, um, there's a brain behind it, but then it's also just you know the simplistic gory you know it does what I like and it does what I really want a horror film to do and it worked me so th- yeah Ooh. my number one of the year was blood quantum
2: very nice <laughs>
3: yeah ten, no, I agree. Ten, it, I, it was
2: it was a good it was
1: uh, sorry i um,
3: No, I was just gonna say 10 10 and by
1: nice yeah blood, blood quantum uh, was good you know to see um you know, I guess it's like Indians or...
3: Natives, I think, would probably like, be a better term because it's, it's yeah. Canada. I would say natives. Yeah. But, yeah.
1: <laughs> but nice. to... To see how... um How can I put it? It would be so, so easy to... You know, it's, okay, so let's let's do um, a Native American movie with zombies. It would be so fucking easy, but I don't think it... It, it, it sounds super fucking easy, but I don't think it would be that easy, though. Because, I mean, you need to really establish, you know, the quote-unquote, tribe, and you got the, uh, like the, um, how can I put it, the, um, the scale of the village. It, it seems to be like so small and like recluded. Mm-hmm. How do you, uh, like recluded reclusive. or reclusive? How do you say it? Reclusive. Yeah, from, yeah, from any, like, how can I put it, like, regular quote-unquote, like, normal city. Mm -hmm. Like, to see that shit unfold, like, on, like, I I get, well, I'm pretty sure it was, like, an island.
3: Yeah. Yeah, because at the end they have to leave their, like, going out.
1: Via boat and shit like that, so. Yeah. But to see that shit unfold, like, on such a, like, small scale, you know, on, like, a reclusive, like, you know, quote unquote again, island with their, um, their, um, how can I put it? Their, um, ah, damn, uh, why am I French Canadian? Their, like, resources that they can use to deal with it. But, you know, they, they, they are basically doing what we would do. You know, it's like a camp and shit like that. And there's like, it's kind of cliche, though, in a way that, you know, you got this dude that is like super, um like, he's a douche. Like, he's like, oh, I can take on anyone and shit like that with the with the mask on. Uh, what's his name? I can't remember the
3: name. Oh, my
0: name.
1: You know I'm talking about, right? He's yeah, on the like I said,
3: I'm trying to remember. Um, it, he had a really douche name, too. Um, <laughs> he
2: was a douche all around. He's a douche or something.
3: Yeah, I know. I'm trying to remember. I'm remembering characters and their names. One of the few blind spots. I know who you're talk- talking about. I just I can't remember his name.
1: Well, it's kind of it's kind of cool to see like um, this shit unfold like on such a you know reclusive, um, a place, and you still you know the movie shows that you still have douche around, even if you're like you know the tribe and a family, and you stand by your. Um, you know, the um, leaves and shit like that. Nah, there's going to be this one guy that fucks everything up. <laughs> I, I, I enjoyed this movie. It's not in my top ten, but um, I enjoyed it.
0: Hmm.
2: Cool.
3: Alright, so I guess that uh, only leaves you, Glenn. What's uh, your yeah. number one?
2: We've already talked about it. It's The Dark and the Wicked.
3: Hmm. I'm, number one. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Honestly, it was Rent-A-Pal right up until I saw The Dark and the Wicked. And there's just something about The Dark and the Wicked. I don't know what it is, but I absolutely love it. And it's it's just awesome. And for rating, it's like 10.10 10, by...
1: Easy. But Ren Tepel was
2: number one. Ren was number two. It it was number one up until I saw, The Dark and the Wicked.
1: Mm. Damn,
2: dude.
1: Yep. Hmm. Yep. <clears throat> I remember you. Um. You actually texted me like saying, um, "I'm watching uh The Dark and the Wicked." Yep, dude. It, it's super solid. It's, it's it's probably my number one of the year.
2: Yep. Yeah, I love it. I really do. The atmosphere, every part of it, and I'm I'm just going to say, I'm not going to go into spoilers for people listening, but that scene where the brother goes back home to see his wife and kids, that scene was just so mean-spirited. I loved it.
1: yeah he was unhappy
2: uh yeah and how <laughs> so yeah that was my number one nice Good shit. yeah <clears throat> so we got some uh honorable mentions
3: uh yeah i've got a uh, couple um so uh for my like i said um Mine, if you counted down from 15, 14, and 13, these were nine and a halves. Mm-hmm. My 15 would be metamorphosis, say uh, South Korean uh, possession, exorcist ripoff.
2: Ooh, cool.
3: Yeah. Um, I, I will say this. If we were going by individual scenes in a movie, mm-hmm. this is my number one of the year. There is a scene in here that is... One of the craziest, most inventive, and genuinely chilling scenes I've seen in a horror film in years. Cool. Uh, I just have a few other issues with it. But um, that's uh, 15, uh, 14 is Thirst. It is an Icelandic horror film, horror comedy Hmm. actually. About a gay vampire who befriends a young woman who's tr- on trial for murder of her brother. and A gay vampire? Her- <laughs> yeah, he's a gay vampire. <laughs> yeah, it's a gay vampire who helps a young woman who's on trial for murdering her brother defeat a group of vampires that are loose in the community. Oh. Yeah, it's a horror comedy. Um Basically, if you've seen the poster for this, it is a vampire... It's, a, it's the it's the main guy. He's holding severed dicks in his hands that are ejaculating blood onto the background, ho- covering the image of the movie. That's <laughs> well, the star well, for the... <laughs> yeah, that's the kind of film that this is. Cool. <laughs> yeah. And... Uh... <laughs> Yeah, my number 13 is Empatigor. It's an Indonesian uh, genre film. Basically, a woman. Yeah, really good. It's about a woman that goes to um, the small community to check up on this note saying that she'd inherited this house and comes to find out that she's supposed to be sacrificed by the rest of the village to ward off this curse that makes every child in the village born without skin. Oh. Yeah. Uh, saying anymore is gonna spoil it, so I'll just leave it at that. Worthwhile in the absolute best. Um, other than that, uh, my number twelve was Relic.
1: Oh, I, uh, the uh, with the the, um, the the gay couple, right?
3: No. Uh, no, was no, the no, one With where... the old lady with the
1: tar. Um...
3: Yeah. the... the yeah. yeah. It's a. Uh, Australian film about this woman that finds out that her mother's somehow contracted. Yep, um, yeah. 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 You know which one I'm talking about. Yep. Yeah, and uh, my number eleven. That I wanted this on my list so badly, I just I couldn't do it. It's yummy. Yummy.
1: Uh, yeah, yummy. Yeah. The that's um, uh, more of a comedy though, but.
3: Yeah, it's a Belgian zombie film. Basically, uh, this guy takes it. Yeah, it's this guy who takes his girlfriend to this uh, clinic in. uh, It's somewhere in Eastern Europe. um, Bulgaria, Croatia, somewhere in there. Mm -hmm. And he takes her there to get a breast reduction, but comes to find out that the doctors there were experimenting with it.
1: Who would pay for a breast reduction, (sighs) dude?
2: Apparently, this guy.
3: Yeah. The bigger, the better. (laughs) <laughs> but uh, anyways he comes to find out that the doctors there were experimenting with this serum that were supposed to keep patients un- under longer so they would you know be like better surgical candidates so that way they wouldn't risk them waking up during anesthesia mm-hmm. well a side effect was that they turned into flesh eating zombies and the virus gets out and it infects the entire staff and zombie film madness goes from there so <laughs> Awesome. Yeah, it's definitely worth a watch. I it's so much fun, but I I just I couldn't place it. Mm-hmm. And if you were wondering, the other contenders included The Wolf of Snow Hollow, His House, Sky Sharks, and The Closets. Oh, and
1: Sky Sharks.
3: The- yep, Sky Sharks was a contender. On <laughs> the <to> say there. <laughs> uh,
1: his uh, was there. For yeah, you know, there what else do i do i have um let me check in my list i have can you load up you motherfucker <laughs> uh yeah i had run i had the blue c3 because it was way better than 2 I had uh, the rental. Uh, I had, I had, I had relic. Uh, ah, god damn! I deleted the one we mentioned earlier. I oh, fucking okay. ah, god damn! I'm so dumb.
0: <laughs>
1: uh, run! I had run. More thriller though. Uh, what else did I have <coughs> um, a Blackwater Address I actually enjoyed it <laughs> I know a lot of people fucking hate it but I, I enjoyed this movie <laughs> uh, and that's uh, yeah I think that's uh, what I have uh, left because I deleted uh, the rest of it so.
2: cool <laughs> Yeah, I got just five, so, uh, number 15, I'll say, was, and I know Will's gonna hate this, so I'm gonna say The Grudge. Uh, yeah. It is what it is, you know, I, I kinda had fun with it, you know, I'm sure some other people did as well. Yeah, like I said, it is so is much fun,
1: it is. I fell asleep.
2: Yeah, she did. Uh, number 14 was The Call, with, um... Tobin Bell and uh Lynche. Uh it right.
1: was all It right. was okay. It was all right.
2: Yeah. Uh number 13 was but Ghosts ending, of War. The ending, the ending
1: though, the ending was like Yeah. Yeah.
2: 13 was Ghosts of War. It was a real it would have been in my top 10, but the ending screwed everything up. It took it from, like, a nine down to, like, a, like a six.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, I remember. Uh, my girlfriend, yeah. like, watched it. <laughs> yeah. She was like, huh.
2: It's, like, 75% really awesome. No, I'm not, I'll go even further. It's, like, 80% really awesome World War Two horror, and it's cool. And then the ending comes along, and you're just kind of like, oh. And it's just bleh. It, it yeah. reads So much, yeah. Uh, number twelve is the Bridge Curse.
3: Ooh, nice! Uh, I haven't seen this one. Chinese that one was good. I, I, Taiwan. Yeah. Re- yeah, I I really like that one. That one was another contender for me.
2: Yeah. Good good stuff. That one, honestly.
3: The Bridge and Curse. Let me read The Bridge it Curse. Okay. Yeah.
2: Good stuff. And number eleven. Is Tremors Shrieker Island? Mm. It, it it has William break, is William break or Richard break in it? And that's oh, <laughs> that's always reason enough. Good mm. shit. Yep. Mm. <laughs> I mean,
3: it wasn't bad. I just I I actually liked five and six more.
2: Yeah. I mean, it, I'll say they're running out of ideas. And maybe it's time just to either reboot the entire thing.
1: I see the Tremors franchise like I see Sharknado. You know?
3: Yeah. It knows exactly. Where are you going it, with this, Will? The future it's of the our podcasting depends on this.
1: <laughs> no, but it's the fact that, you know, Sharknado's like, oh, the, the more, the better, even if it's not original. It's like the, like, let's, like, do the same thing over, 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 and again, uh, and I think that's pretty much what Tremors is doing now. It's just different places, <laughs> mm. pretty
2: much, so... Essentially they know exactly what they are They know exactly the audience They're catering to And They don't do anything New
1: Exactly
2: And that's okay You know mm. Yeah but
3: I, I, I you know, see what you're saying me,
2: mm.
3: Yeah I, I, I see what you're saying
2: Like I said maybe it just needs a reboot You know, you
3: just wait until wait until Michael Gross dies and then do something with it. I think just to make sure that there's no way that they can possibly make another continuation. Just you know, because so that way you know that there's no way that they can ever have Bert come back one more time. Yeah. Cause yeah, I, I I agree. For me, as much as I love him, I think it's getting kind of old just seeing him in there.
2: Yeah.
1: Exactly. <laughs> <clears throat> for me, tremors, dude. Tremors ended up after four, and that's actually one of my favorites.
2: Yeah, yeah.
3: Four is underrated, but I. Uh, for me, yeah, I actually love six. I actually like a cold day in hell. I think that one is probably one of the.
2: I love ones. a cold day in hell simply because it's so obvious. Everything is sand, and it's just been color time to look Colors, yeah. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> they just turned up the brightness, and there you go. It's in winter now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah, Cold and Hell is is really underrated. I really like that one. Um,
2: yeah. Bloodlines uh, is kind of meh.
3: I didn't mind it but it was one of those where I first started realizing that there was no ideas left.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know what they need to do? This is what they exactly, need to do. They dude. need to it's make the a...
1: same thing all over and over again, but yeah, with different, different um
2: What they different need to setting. do is simple. They need to make a Tremors movie that's scary.
3: The fear of being work. sucked under the ground by something that you've never seen? That could, yeah. that might work.
2: Yeah, because, I mean, I mean l- let's be honest. The first movie is fun, and it's got that element of scare to it as well. It's it's not going to scare, like, a horror fan, but, you know, like like someone just getting into horror, it's a good introduction. Where some of the, the later ones are just... Let, like, let's be honest, Cold Day in Hell... And Bloodline are essentially more comedy than they are
3: anything else. Yeah, you know, and I mean, that's like okay. I guess, well, I mean, a lot of it is Bert himself, just because it's the you know the yeah exasperation of being of you know being stuck one more time with this, with these things. Yeah,
2: yeah, you know, but that you know, you could do that, like really play up the horror angle. I mean, a good example. Uh, have you ever seen uh, The Burrowers? The
1: burrows,
3: yeah. Uh, name sounds familiar. Again,
2: yeah, it's like a it's like but a western horror type thing, it. and like these things are under the ground and everything. And it's like a general basically like, tremors. <laughs> pretty well, yeah, but they're not big worms or anything. You know, they're just I can't even remember what they are, but they're. It's just a, a creepy idea, you know. Something under the ground. I mean, you can't see. that's going to come up and kill you. There's so much you yeah, can do to
1: that. Even the, the first one I remember, dude, I'm, uh, I'm a I'm a 90s baby, like I told you, dude. I was born in 96, and the first time I ranted uh, Tremors, I remember, um, keep in mind, by that time I've, I have had seen uh, all the Halloweens, all the Freddies, all the Jasons, all of the Jaws, all of Alien,
0: but mm-hmm.
1: uh, dude, that that scene, you know, that dude who's like perched on a fucking like I I don't remember what it is, oh, but the the, the, uh,
3: the telephone line, the yeah, whole, the
1: the pole.
3: That or, shit was, but that shit was so
1: scary, dude. Yeah, I was scared shitless. Yeah, By that scene.
2: I I know exactly what you mean.
1: Yeah, like the fact that he couldn't like calm down because he was so scared of being eaten and shit like that.
2: And they even mention the fact that you know, with the rifle that he had, he could hit just about anything. He was a really good shot.
1: Yeah, dude, that was yeah. so so scary. Yeah, Tremors one and Tremors four too because Tremors four. That's why I love Tremors four so much. The fact mm-hmm. that. They were so unprepared. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it takes place in like <laughs> I don't remember the exact year, but you know, it's, it's you know, it's like the, the far west. It's like yep.
2: again, western horror.
1: Yep, exactly. And That's why I love it.
2: Yeah, good shit.
1: But yeah, Beginning is probably my. I think it's my favorite Tremors movie,
2: actually. Mm. I just like the idea that, you know, the Burt character in that one is, like, complete, like, pansy who, like, hates guns and everything. <laughs> and that, because we see what he ends up, is what, like, his ancestors end up becoming.
3: <laughs>
2: Priceless. Yeah. Good shit.
1: Uh, good shit. <laughs> Alright, buddy. i some guy called in tonight. I'm pretty tired. I'm working tomorrow, so...
3: Okay. Yeah. So, So, uh, it's
1: been... Mm, Sorry?
3: I was going to start leading it out then. I I was going to start doing an outro. Oh,
1: yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
3: So, uh, that ends our uh, top ten of the year countdown. So, uh, thank you for joining us. Make sure when we post this, uh, leave who you thought had the better list. We'd love to know what you guys think. So, uh, Definitely do that in the group if you haven't joined us there. Uh, we'd love to have you uh, shoot the shit with everyone. Yep. So, uh, I guess Just with don't this... Don't go
2: claiming that COVID isn't real.
1: Yep. Yep.
2: Yeah. Yeah. We don't take kindly to that.
3: No. Or, uh, we,
1: we will welcome you open arm, but don't come at me saying I'm part of the problem I'm a piece of shit, a cunt, non-inspired, no-good son of a bitch, <laughs> an NPC... A weak ass uh, dude uh, Not a real man uh Who wears a coward Yeah <laughs> Who wears a mask yeah, you stay free of those um, options I think we We're good with you
2: <laughs> Oh yeah.
3: <laughs> uh, yeah Other than that uh, I think it's time to put 2020 to bed And let's get into the shit of
1: 2021 Oh absolutely
2: Hell yeah
3: so with that, uh, we will see you next time.
1: Peace. See you. Farewell and adieu to you fair Spanish ladies. Farewell and adieu you ladies of Spain. For we've received orders for the sail back to Boston. And so never more shall we see you again. Here... <laughs>